Attention students, the Jabroni University Network is now in session. Please make your way to class. Venus, and you're listening to the Draft Podcast. With me today, I'm going to pass it on over to the Podfather himself, Andy Liner. What's up, guys? It's the Podfather, Andy Liner. With me today, we got Papa Whistle Dick, James Bryington, and we got the Batty Daddy, Drew Kissler. What's Papa up, guys? Papa Whistle Dick, Batty. Can we get Val, we get Val Venus back? <laughs> Someone uh, called. <laughs> Hello, All right, Val, you can leave again. See ya. Thanks for helping okay. us out, dude. Come back, Podfather. <laughs> hey, I'm back. It's Andy Liner in your function. I don't know what that means. What? <laughs> dude, that's a new this thing. Week, I'm in your function now. In your confunction junction. There you go. That's right. It's like hey. it's like you couldn't function if I wasn't here. I'm in your function. Exactly. Yeah. What we're going to do today is we're going to be fathers to all of your ears. We're going to implant babies in your heads, and you're going to just have that mind blown and have a beautiful six-pound, seven-ounce baby come out of your mouth. Holy shit. Yeah. Yeah. Shit's crazy. Yeah. Because we are drafting best TV and movie dads. And what you don't know is we just fed shrooms audi- audibly through your ears <laughs> just now. Uh-huh. That's mm-hmm. why you think you're having a baby out of your mouth. That's right. <laughs> Get ready for the ride of your life, folks. Uh, it's going to be a good one. So remember to get your father some flowers this upcoming Sunday. Is that what you get for your dad? Mums for dad? No, I don't think so. I no. don't think you do that. Uh, do they have dumbs for dad? <laughs> dumbs? Like those lollipops you get at the bank? Is there something for dads? Oh, dum-dums, yeah. Dum-dums, I love dum-dums. Like ink pad, you get an ink, ink pads for dads? Yeah, nice Shake weight. We gotta think of something. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta think of something that dads would want that rhymes with dads, and then we can stay on the side of the road and sell it around Father's okay. Day. You know? Like bad dads? Yeah, bad yeah. Uh Mad dads. Auto, AutoCAD. You can get the software auto, AutoCADs for dads. People, AutoCADs for dads. Dads could design their houses and stuff. Nads. That's you, the worst gift ever. Nads for dads. We could sell them used testicles. It's just oh like dried God. up petrified testicles. They get like stress relief balls. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's a great idea. Make them look like balls. Yeah. What dad oh, doesn't like want that? that? But how, how, wait. Our dad's gonna love fondling some balls. Yeah, uh, I don't know. You're right. My dad's pretty. Yeah. Any real dad, dad does. <laughs> right. Drew, like Drew's, Drew's dad. <laughs> Drew's dad just loves to handle balls. <laughs> uh, so yeah, let's get this. This episode started. This episode spot brought to you today by uh, Nads for Dads. Just go to <laughs> nadsfordads.com. Use that offer code the draft pod and save ten percent on your first order. Yeah. That's not true, but but I'd like it to be. I'm going to try my hardest to make that real. 
Uh, hey, get your it, dad a male prostitute. So just to, dad's for dads. If anybody wants to have some fun, just go buy that. <laughs> go. Go buy that domain name for us, and we'll put it up. So, <laughs> and if anybody wants to go to Nads for Dads, it'll just take us to the draft pod. Yeah, I uh, I, I want to be clear right now that we're drafting TV and movie dads, right? Dilfs, yeah. Dilfs, dudes. I'd like to form well, dads. Team. I'd like to fuck. <laughs> oh yeah, friend, friend, yeah, friend. Fathers, yeah. I'd like to finger filfs. <laughs> Let's get filthy. All right. Let's shake that box. Shake that box. We the clicking means hoping that I don't get the first pick again. We should have put the it 12th time. We should have put it in a bag for Father's Day. Shake oh, that bag. Yeah, we're pulling it out of a sack right now. Oh god, Andy. I'm sorry, dude. You got first pick. Again? Again. My god. Uh, who wants to trade? I don't even have to trade a pick. I just want to pick third. Drew's number two. I'm number three. You just want to switch with me? Uh, I'll pick first if you want to. Yeah. Make him give something up. Oh, yeah. What should I take? <laughs> what should I take from you? Um, all right. Here's my deal. If you want to, if you want to trade with me and be third pick, okay. then your first pick, whatever it is, I'm allowed to trade for it at the end. Whatever I want to trade for it. Oh no. no. You know what that deal? <laughs> no, that's the That's worst such deal a fun ever. deal though. What if I don't even it's... use it? I may not even use it. Well, I have to pick something you don't want then. But am I forced to take whatever you want to trade with? Yes. So you could take a, a completely terrible pick. <laughs> yeah, I could pick knowing uh, that you'll flip for my pick no matter what. I could pick Dr. Dr. Huxtable. Put him as your number one. You know, it's funny is how many people have him as number one. And I'm yeah. just thinking this list was made two years ago. Right. right. Uh, well, we're doing characters. We're not doing people. So That's true. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm not going to do that. All right. You're not going to do it? All right. That's, that's, you know what? Fuck you it. Have a, you have a better idea? You have a better trade? Uh... How about how about James has can pick? I got right? it. Okay, you get my first pick if you <laughs> want it. But you're gonna write. Um, you're, you'll you'll uh, pick a number between Drew. You'll put one through ten or something like that. You pick that, and whatever you pick, you trade for the one pick. So if that's your first pick, oops. If that's your tenth pick. Oh, I, I like this idea. So uh, it's randomized for me? That seems like I'm getting... Yeah, but you're getting my first pick. Yeah, but... If you want it. If, if I, you want if it. If I want it. Let me see if there's a 10-sided dice app, but then we'll just do it that way. All right. Uh, I'm down with that. I'm down All with right, that. All right, we're doing it. Let's All get right. weird. All right, let's All right, get well, weird. Well, you have to the end of the show to decide your number, so... Or should yeah. I just... Now I like feel weird about my first pick. Should I take something that I don't think that you want or should I just go with it just to see what happens? I can just have you write numbers one through 10 on a piece of paper and you move your pin and I'll tell you when to stop. And wherever the pin is, that's where, that's where it is. That's the number. That makes sense. Pen right. 15 club for it's Father's pin. Day. Cause they got dicks. Cause they got dicks. Yep. And I have fingers and I can't wait for filth. <laughs> Filth, <laughs> filth time. Uh, 
All right, so let's do the this. The bad part is you're clearly doing it in the butt. Well, I, I get my first pick, right? I'm in the yes. I'm in number one spot now. Yeah. All right. Here's what's gonna happen, you guys. Um, I'm gonna go with. I gotta go with you know, and, and as I'm doing research for this, I was gonna pick him number one anyway. But as I do research for this. I realize almost every list has him at number one. The best TV dad of all time, because not only did he take really damn good care of his own son, Seth Cohen, he brought a stranded kid whose parents left him out to fucking hang and waft in the goddamn wind, right? Mm -hmm. Ryan Atwood, he brought him in. He said, hey, come live with me. Come hang out with my son. Here's my wife, Kirsten, super hot. Don't bang her. But maybe if you want to, I'm a really cool dad. <laughs> and I'm, I'm picking Sandy fucking Cohen from the OC. Uh-huh. 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 Yeah, I saw him on several lists. Didn't write him down. I figured... Uh, James is all over this, and I have <laughs> no frame of reference to talk about it. So Sandy Cohen is is the best. He's just a an amazing man in general. Just the way he's a he's a fucking lives in a McMansion in the OC, but he's mm-hmm. still he's still a public defender. He's not worried about money or the fucking the like looking like he's a big shot, you know. He's just trying to help the little guy. That's how he meets Ryan Atwood. That's how he changes his life, you know? Dan, he's got that super sexy hair. Yeah, and those eyebrows. I got the same mm-hmm. Sandy Cohen eyebrows. You do. Thick and you eye- kind of got the little floppy hair. Yeah, thick eyebrows is a sign of intelligence. I don't know if you knew that, but that's true. Yep, pretty- I get mine trimmed, so. Oh god, trimming your eyebrows is a sign <laughs> of stupidity. <laughs> uh, but, I don't know how much further I need to talk about Sandy Cohen. He's literally just the, the most saintly, if you have a dad that's anything like Sandy Cohen, then count your fucking blessings. Cause you have the best dad in the fucking world. There you go. Mm. Sandy Cohen off the board first. Mmm. It's so hard to go TV or movie. I should it's mention like, that Peter. What do you want to do? I should mention that Peter Gallagher plays Sandy Cohen. Yeah, and he did, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he, did, and he did an amazing job at it. Watch the OC, all four seasons. Fucking amazing on on Hulu. All right, I I, I got mine, and I think it's part of it is, um, uh. I think me and this person maybe share a lot of the same tendencies, which is probably a bad thing. Um, but this is a Midwest dad, grew up with a uh, fucking phenomenal actor who plays him. And uh, I'm saying Dan Connor, John Ooh, Goodman, wow. Roseanne. That's, I'm surprised you took that. That's I had that... Uh... He was on my list. Dude, I was, like... I thought I was locked in on that. He He's such a cool dad and, like, like strict when he needed to be. And, like, just, like, he may be dumb and goofy and all that, but he's really, like, heart of gold kind of thing. Like, that's... He's real accepting, too. Like, yeah. Yeah. Everything but, his daughters and son did. Yeah. 
you know? Yeah, but I was watching some stuff, like, getting ready for this, and there's, like, there's, like, the one, like, the one scene I watched where it was, like, the two, the Becky and Darlene, they fucked around on Roseanne, like, makeover thing, just to, so they could sneak out, like, to some concert and something. And yeah. when, man, if you guys can see this scene when he yells at, the, like, he doesn't even yell, like, he just gives them a talk, and he's like, <laughs> He's like, cause she's down there crying right now. And it's not her you have to be worried about. It's me. And like, he just goes off. Yeah. And, like, yeah. But then there's also like the scene, like, and I, re- I remember the two where, uh, like Jackie, like she was dating the guy that beat, beat her or whatever. Yeah. And she was just like, uh, like she's crying to Roseanne and he was just like, what's going on? And she told him and, he just like, fucking. Well, he just he just walks out. Yeah, he like, just runs out. Go get, goes. He, gets he the grabs guy. his jacket and fucking yeah. go. I was just. Saying, I remember yeah, that. That's a badass dude. He is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> so Dan Connor, my number one pick. I can't remember if it was him. I or, love it. I can't remember if it was him or Roseanne that caught Darlene smoking cigarettes in the laundry room in the show, but I remember that being a really like a really cool moment, and it made me not want to smoke cigarettes. You yeah. know, like I don't remember if it was Roseanne or Dan. That's one that, thing I. I but, like when watching clips, like I miss those old sitcoms where they actually like Yeah, I know. Taught uh, you a lesson? Yeah, on a very special episode. Like <laughs> we yeah. deal with, you know, this issue or whatever. I still think that's happening on like Big Bang. Yeah. <laughs> They're dealing Man, with his his one liners were so fantastic too, where he would just be they were like uh, a table family, I like to call it. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah. so many of the scenes, it feels like a majority of the scenes happened at the kitchen table. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So they were a table family. Um, how that man took that many shots with a freaking cast iron skillet and he was okay. <laughs> I don't understand. Like, I was like, I was thinking to myself, like, when I was a kid, I'm like, man, like, he could tell a lot in the head with the, with, that freaking pan <laughs> and like I didn't put it together but that pan is if you got hit that many times with that pan you would you'd be yeah. really fucked up yeah he's probably got that that concussion that people always talk about from football players yeah he's got CTE yeah there it is yeah Dan Connor great Dan pick Connor, he's the man you know and they they also always go big on Halloween on the yeah, 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 yeah Dan yeah. always played along and you know, I, I, he's like, he's just like me, I think. He's like a, just a regular dude, you know? Yep. That's what, yeah, that's yeah. what I like. Like, especially like Midwest guy, like, I don't, he, he looks like every dad I knew, like, yeah. just like the big belly and everything, so. Yeah. It's just a regular dude. But like his fits of rage and everything too, I'm like, yeah, I got that. That's a good pick. Like, yeah. oh man, that scene where they actually have that blow off fight, yeah. I was watching that, it's like, whoo, that's real. That's fucking real television right there. I can't. I kind of wish I had the deal with you so I could take your first pick. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm very – I'm telling you, I'm torn between taking somebody you don't want and just for the podcast sake, taking somebody you do want just to see what happens. Yeah. So I'm, I think I'm going to take somebody that you may want. I have another guy with my first overall pick. I feel like I can wait until the next wraparound to get him because I don't, I don't think you guys are going to take this dude. Um, so you know what? It Number be, one it must be Marlon Wayne's dad in the Wayne's brothers show. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> no, 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 no. Oh, okay. Um, 
you know, I'm gonna take, uh, I'm gonna take the first movie dad. Alright. And I'm gonna go with the dude that is so loving and supportive, always has his kids back, no matter what dumbass thing that he does. This dude is hilarious. He's a dork. And you want to talk about eyebrows? This dude has the best in the game. I'm taking Noah Levenstein from American Pie. Jim's dad. Great pig. Yeah. His name is Noah Levenstein? Yeah. I always saw him as Jim's dad on everything. Just Jim's dad. I know, dad. yeah. That's, but that's his name. Oh. But yeah. Ugh. I even put in parentheses Jim's dad. Yeah. Because, yeah. right, that's what, that's what everybody called him. Um, you know, that's funny. He, it's funny that you say that I might want him because I really, really do. And I was just literally like 10 minutes before we started recording, I was watching clips of Jim's dad from the American Pie movies, and I was just dying laughing to myself. Yeah, so, I'm nervous about this but for, <laughs> for podcast entertainment um, is the reason that I'm doing this. <laughs> Yeah. I didn't want to lose him at all, but I have a feeling. I have a feeling we're playing the lottery later. <laughs> I'm going to spin that wheel of fortune. <laughs> yeah, this this could go really shitty for me. Yeah. But Eugene Levy, obviously, um, he's he's incredible. Um, his awkward sex talks. Um, oh god, you know, like they're just, they're just so perfect. Where he, he like where he's holding up the magazine and it's like. It's like she's looking at you and say, "Hey, big boy. hey, big guy." <laughs> <laughs> you know, like hey, I love, I love that clip or the the scene in the movie, in the first movie, when he's just standing outside Jim's room and Jim comes out and he's looking at the family picture and he goes, uh, "Oh, hey, Jim, I was just out here admiring our family picture." And then, like the next beat is. I'd like to talk to you about masturbation. He's like, your Uncle Tom whacks off five times a day. It's like preparation for the game, but it's not the game, Jim. <laughs> he's like, he's like, what you want is a partner to return the ball. Do you want a partner, Jim? <laughs> and Jim's like, yeah, yeah, I do. Yes, I want a partner. Yeah. Okay, we're clear then. Uh, it's so great. He's it's, what's even great, better about him. Um, he looks a little bit like my dad mixed with Robin Williams. Yeah, he does kind of. My dad has got those big ass bushy eyebrows too. You kind of look like Eugene Levy. You could be Eugene Levy's kid. I could, yeah. You really could. Absolutely could. Andy Levy. (laughs) (laughs) I would have so much money, but, um, (laughs) one of the funny, funniest things is in the one where Jim's in college and they're coming to like pick him up. And it starts out where Jim's having uh, sex with this girl, and he comes in, drops the beer, it explodes, and yeah, he's yeah. just standing there while, like, <laughs> Jim's, like, you know, and, and then uh, his mom comes in, drops, like, a cake or something, and then her parents walk in and are, like, shocked, and he just hits them with, you must be the parents. I'm sorry, <laughs> I didn't get her name. Hopefully my son did. <laughs> oh god i love it oh, i man. love jim's dad oh him blowing the proposal as uh <laughs> allison hannigan is under the table yeah, yeah. blowing jim <laughs> oh that's fantastic and then just obviously the pie scene where he's like we'll just tell your mom we ate it yeah yeah <laughs> yeah he's he's the type of dad that you just 
you know he's always going to have your back. He's going to support you. He's not going to – well, he might accidentally give something away like when yeah. he had the 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 porn tape to his thing and the lady – was disgusted, but it was over, and then so all of a sudden, Jim's dad just got super pissed off, and then like is like talking very loudly so everybody can hear about how the fact his son uh, glued his head to his dick or whatever. <laughs> See, the thing about Jim's dad is like he's gonna be awkward and goofy, and he's gonna he's gonna embarrass you, but he all you know he always has the best intentions. Exactly, you know, he's, yeah. he's yeah. a real sweet guy. I uh, I like that. That's a great that's a great fucking pick. Thank you. Good job, dude. Good uh, job. It sucks that I know that I'm gonna lose that. <laughs> it, it really sucks. Um, uh, you may yeah, not. I may so, I may have such a tight list that I, that I or such a solid team that I won't want to change up. No, you're taking it. <laughs> yeah. Um. We'll see. I Here's got where I'm gonna go next. I got it. You know, first things first. Rest in peace, Uncle Phil. But yeah, it? just you know, that's that's where I gotta go, Uncle Phil. Um, while he's Uncle Phil, he's also a father, um, yeah. and he's clearly the father to Will Smith as well, as well as his own kids. Um, what I like about him is he's a hard ass, he's got a quick temper, but he's giving you different life lessons, but he's like smart, compassionate provider, and he's hilarious at the same time unintentionally. Um, yeah, but he's a, he's a bad bitch. He's he is a bad he's, bitch. Well, he's and you know, man. you see how much Carlton wants to be his dad, you know? Yeah. And it's like, that's just a testament to how good of a dad he is. I mean, his son is... His son like wants to be him when he gets older, you know. So and and just him being there for like obviously the scene that blows your mind. This is a Will Smith scene, but it's so important that uh, James Avery, um, aka Uncle Phil, is in this one. That how come he don't want me, man? Scene. Yeah, yeah. Like he's just standing there, but like his presence from everything he's done leading up to those events. To that, oh, yeah, that scene, yeah. you're just like, you're freaking sad as shit, but like, you like, you feel good that at least Will Smith has freaking Uncle Phil there to have his back. And yeah, the other one awesome that really, moment. yeah, that, that, that one's one of the better TV moments of all time. And um, you got to keep in mind too that Uncle Phil is doing this for Aunt Viv's sister's kid. You know, it, right. it's not even like a blood relative for Uncle yeah. Bill. You know, so still weird that Aunt Viv changed in the middle of the seasons, but <laughs> you know, whatever. We'll let that go. Well, in, in uh, Roseanne, Becky changed and then changed back. So, right. <laughs> <laughs> so weird. Yeah. Um, I'll say one of my my favorite Uncle Phil scene is the pool hustler scene. Yeah. Where, like, Will Smith gets himself into some trouble. Oh, yeah, and, yeah. Uh, he comes walking in, and he's playing with the stick, and he's losing. And he keeps betting. He keeps betting to try to get, like, Will's money back plus some. And then all of a sudden, Jeffrey pulls out his stick, his own personal stick, and, like, he puts it together, and he just works that dude. <laughs> takes money, like, says, like, a little something to the dude, a little 
don't fuck with kids kind of message thing. Yeah. And then, boom, they roll out. But that's, yeah, he's, he's so badass. He's, he's, he's the, the dude that you just didn't want to disappoint him. Mm-hmm. You know? I like it. So, yeah. Uncle Phil, baby. Oh, God, guys. This is, it's really hard to just, there's so many good Rest ones. Rest in peace, James Avery. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I'll jump into the movie world. I'm going to go with a, a dad who's love for his son and wanting his son to do the right thing and, um, you know, really, like, help him out, you know, in his life and teach him all these lessons. He loved him so much that he came back from the dead, became a cloud, and told him how to, what he needed to do. I'm going Mufasa in The Lion King. <laughs> Oh shit! <laughs> Whoa! He, even after Mufasa dies, he can't let go. You know that's what I'm saying. He's still out. He there. loves Simba yeah. so much that he comes back to tell him. Yeah, Remember, man. that's so badass, Mufasa. <laughs> Correction, you. I didn't young. even think of Mufasa. <laughs> Correction. I know, I your, know father. your father. <laughs> like your father's still alive, Rafiki. That that. Crazy little monkey. <laughs> Man. Yeah, no, he's a badass dad. He you just... knew my dad? <laughs> Got I know your father. I love that. Uh, he sounded like someone from Cool Running. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he sounds like. Uh, you know, it's fantastic. Said... So, um, for Simba in the upcoming Lion King movie... Uh, we've mentioned it a couple times, but, uh, Donald Glover playing Simba. That's gonna be awesome. Um, but I found this out, uh, what is that, live action? Watch, what's that? Is that live action Lion King? Uh, I don't know what it is. That must I just be. know Donald Glover's the voice, so. Oh wow. That's pretty amazing. Yeah. I haven't even heard of that. Yeah. Oh, I thought we had talked to, I, yeah, I can't remember, but yeah, it's gonna be badass. Um, I, what I, didn't know is uh Chance the Rapper actually went out for Simba too. Oh, did he? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh wow. Lover beat him, but yeah. you know. What the fuck, man? Are they just Chance trying to all... been a great Simba? Are they all yeah. just trying to do the same thing though? <laughs> I, I mean, they're basically they're they're not the same guy, but they've got a lot of similarities. Yeah. Well, Glover is obviously quite a bit older, more established in that side of the world, but. I think Chance could. I think Chance would be a fun, fun actor. Yeah, I'm really excited yeah. for uh, Donald Glover to be in the Han Solo movie. Oh yeah, that's gonna be awesome. Yeah, big fan. But Mufasa. <laughs> yeah. What a badass pick that I did not see coming. That's so awesome. Dan Connor and Mufasa. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. see, I was like, at first I was like, I don't know if this is a good pick, but then I was like, wait, I have another animated cartoon dad, so why can't this one be? Yeah. Man, yeah. you better stop giving stuff away. <laughs> well, come on now. I have no problem with it. Um, But I'm going to go ahead and go with my uh, second pick here. It is my it is my turn, right? Yes, it okay. is. Your turn. It's hard to keep track, you know. It's just there's three people and so many picks. 
<laughs> so for my number two pick, I'm gonna go the dad. He's been your he's been your dad in movies your whole life, and he's always just wanted to to get his family. Damn it! Happy yeah. and on a vacation, and taking a vacation from the hard reality of life, and I'm going. Clark W. Griswold. What a great pick. It was between that and Mufasa. <laughs> That's a great one. I tell you what, man. Uh, as far as dads go, there, there's really no one. He's just, he's exact. He's the legit ultimate dad. He wants his family to be together. He doesn't, he wants his kids to stop growing up the wrong way. Mm-hmm. And start growing together as a family. Family unity is what he always what he strives for. You know. Yep. Here's my note on Clark W. Griswold: zippity doodah asshole. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that, that whole rant. He just ends it with we're gonna we're gonna be whistling zippity doodah out of our assholes. <laughs> yeah, so good. <laughs> uh, yeah, I have fun at all costs. Yep, yep. Yeah. So the dude really just wants his family to have a good ass time together. Like you said, family unity. Yeah. Um, and like you said, completely insane. Um, just fun at all costs. He, he will go through anything and everything to give what in his head he thinks is family fun. Yeah. That's not always the correct thing. It's not always family fun but he's so focused on the goal of of doing what he wants you know for the family that he believes will bring them together and have them have fun that he goes through some of the craziest shit ever yeah. and ultimately you know it does bring them together they they get annoyed with him yeah you know. absolutely halfway yeah. halfway through the trip they're always annoyed and they're always like, you know, Dad, maybe it's just too much. Maybe we got to go home. But he always persists. And at the end, they learn a lesson. He learns a lesson. And everyone, unity is what he gets. He strives for it, and he gets it. And yeah. his kid does a great job of it in the new Lampoons. <laughs> yeah, I actually, I really like that. Yeah, that, that was very one. good, the new vacation. Yeah. What's that guy's name? Ed Helms. Ed, Ed Helms. Helms. Ed Helms, yeah. But I'll tell you what, uh, Beverly D'Angelo's breasts in, I think it's European Vacation. Mm-hmm. That's, uh, that's one of my uh, yeah. fappening scenes. I gotcha. Yeah, that's one, <laughs> that's one of those scenes I put on pause for many a minute, my friend. <laughs> uh, or he just pauses it and goes in super slow-mo. <laughs> that too. Uh, <laughs> It's just her in the bathroom. Yeah, Chevy game. Chase. Yeah. He doesn't even say his name. Chevy Chase. Chevy Chase. And he owns that character, Clark Griswold. I mean. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Ed Helms can try, but, you know. Ed Helms is actually his son, right? So it's actually yeah. a sequel, too. So that's good, yeah. I'm glad they didn't try to reboot it. They just sequelized it. Yeah, that's, that's the right yeah. way to do it because if the movie sucks, then... You know, like Son of the Mask. (laughs) (laughs) You can just write it off. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't have shit to do with the other movies because it's like, are you gonna pick something? Are you gonna pick Jamie Kennedy as one of your dads? 
No. Son of the master. Not at all. <laughs> no. I mean, unless he was a father in Malibu's Most Wanted. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So here we go, guys. Um, man, this is kind of tough. Yes, it is. A lot of marks on my list already. Okay, here's a here's one that I actually really want. And uh I know that that you guys probably have this written down. So I'm going to go ahead and take it right now cuz I, I have a feeling take. I want this bad on my list and that is Pete from Knocked Up. Ooh. All right. Yeah. And also this that. is 40. Yeah, that's a good pick. Let's, uh, let's just call it from Knocked Up. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna go with Knocked Up. I enjoyed this as forty. I liked it too, and you get it, you get to see a little more of the Pete and Debbie uh, dynamic. Dynamic. There you go. But uh, I think that Pete is just one of those. He's one of those sarcastic dads, and you know him and his wife have have their problems, but they they love each other, and they both love their kids. And they're doing it. They're doing it for the for the family, you know. And I like I yeah, was. I love his style. Yeah, I was watching uh, the the clip that I watched to to uh, kind of jog my memory, and then I actually started going down a a knocked up rabbit hole. But the clip that I really loved a lot was when Debbie has her laptop open and she's she sees all the red dots for all the child molesters in their neighborhood, you know. Yeah. And she's like, these are all the child molesters in our neighborhood. And he's like, okay. <laughs> and she's like, if I didn't care about this, you wouldn't care about anything. And then they get into this big argument right in front of Seth Rogen. But, yeah. but it's just funny the way he's like, I'll, I'll skip their doors when we go trick or treating. What else do you want me to do? You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's, yeah. that's so how I am. <laughs> Which is, that's what you would America. do. It's, it's not like you can go there and beat each one of them up, you know. You're just gonna avoid them at all costs and keep your kids. Yeah, safe. you can't do anything. Yeah, yeah. I love his like uh, his his mandate alone. Yeah, yeah. Oh man, that's so fantastic. <laughs> and you can see at the party his interaction with his kids are fantastic too. Yeah, the kids love him. Everyone loves him. I mean, it's Paul fucking Rudd, you know. How can you not love How can you not love that face? Yeah, I love that guy. True dad. He's a national treasure. I thought that would be one on you guys' radar, but you guys didn't even seem to care. I didn't even think of it. No, I do care. (laughs) Um, I had it way down my list, though, because I think it's because it's not the prominent role in the movie. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, I got like the main storyline. You could pick Seth Rogen, too. I mean, but... You could, but you could pick Ben. You Stone. can, yeah. Or you could have picked Seth Rogen's dad. Oh yeah, Harold Ramis. Wow, mm-hmm. that would have been a big. They had one a great that. scene. Yeah, but it was only I think one. It was only one scene, but it was fantastic. It was enough. Yeah, <laughs> I guess. Yeah, I love Harold Ramis. Yeah, but Paul Rudd, I love that pick. R.I.P. Harold Ramis. Rip on me, Paul Rudd. That pick though. Rip. That pick though. Rip. That picto. Harold Ramis. Take a look at that picto. Harold Ramis, that picto. Come on, Harold Ramis, that picto. Yeah. <laughs> Take a look at that picto. <laughs> I, I, got, I got a question for you guys. What do you got? If you say you had two kids, right? 
Yeah. And they were taken away from you. Yes. What would you do to get them back? I have a very specific set of skills. No. I would probably. And that's, oh, and I'm just telling you what I would do. Oh, okay. My skills, in, they consist of a large knowledge of television. <laughs> <laughs> you want to know what I would do? Button mashing skills. <laughs> I would dress as a 70-year-old British lady, and I'd hang out with those kids every fucking day. Oh, Daniel man. Hilliard, Mrs. Doubtfire. That's, That's a good a one. Robin pick. fucking I thought you were Williams. going Brian Mills. I got that on my list here. <laughs> nope. That's on my list, too. Yep. Good old, old Mrs. DB. Wait, DF. There's a D, the B in there. I'm an idiot. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I... Come. Juvenile, juvenile Doubtfire. <laughs> Holding this, holding this cold meat reminds me of Winston. <laughs> uh, I was watching. And there's the second dude that's off the list that looks like my dad, <laughs> Robin Williams. I was. Um, well, it's actually you could still pick Robin Williams, right? Yeah, yeah. You can just pick if you want to pick him it's in a like different character, right? We're picking the the actual. Yeah, I won't say. Dad, not, I did. I picked oh, Daniel Hill. Right, I know, but Andy said Robin Williams, so I, I was just making sure. But what? Was yeah, it? yeah. I was okay. just saying that. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Like, I was just making sure that you can pick another movie. Yeah, if, but it's like, a different if you, dad. If you wanted to yeah. take Robin right. Williams in Father of the Year, you can. Right. Exactly. <laughs> which I don't. Oh, which I probably I was won't. A but movie. probably won't. Honor, yeah. May honorable mention it, but. I was really though, movie. he's a great dad in that movie. <laughs> I know he really he is. He really is. He really is. I was thinking of Hook. Oh, shut the fuck up, Andy. Yeah, I was kind of going. For <laughs> no one's gonna name. Oh, oh, you I motherfucker! Saying, I thought you were saying Man of the Year. Okay. Anyways, yeah, my bad. Father of the Year, though, uh, you should check it out. It's the Bobcat Goldthwait movie. It's uh, fucking awesome. But uh anyways. Anyways, whose pick is it right now? Oh, it's mine. Okay. I was just writing it down. Yeah. Yeah, I heard. Yeah, Daniel. Daniel Hilliard, man. Oh, man. It's so good. And then, like, that scene where, like, he's based, like, where, like, the, the makeup comes off and everything. And, yeah. Yeah. Oh. It gets me. Gets there's me, lines. Gets from, me here. There's lines from that movie, too, like that, like, the hello. Yeah. Like, people hello. say. Or um, yeah. the uh, it was a drive by fruiting. Oh, yeah. like, I feel like people say that say those lines every now and then. You know, if like you, you said, dude was so, wanted to be around his kids so bad that he dressed up like an old ass lady. Yeah, that's yeah. dedication to your kids. Yeah. What was it that split him and Sally Field up? Um, was it just he loved his kids too much? He was too good of a dad? I think he was too – well, he didn't take things serious, bro. I think he lost his job or yeah, something, Yeah, I think too. it was a job situation. It was money. Sick of losing that the job, yeah. fucking money-grubbing bitch. Mm. But, yeah, I like Not- the scenes where he, he, he'd also be like – I can't remember exactly what he would say, but, like, you know, he like – almost like that grabbing his dick kind of thing, like – where he'd like be all manly, but he'd be in the eight. Like, like I remember there was like somebody like almost hit him with a car or something, and yeah. he's like, "Hey, watch it!" Well, the guy tries to steal his purse, and he oh, like, grabs the is. purse yeah. away. Yeah, and then when he's on the train and he's got his his skirt kind of comes up a little bit, and you can see the one older dude was checking him out. Oh, and saw yeah. his hairy legs, <laughs> and he's like, "Oh man!" 
This is all montage. Right? He he actually didn't say, "Oh man," but <laughs> <laughs> this, that's just dialogue I gave that guy. <laughs> yeah, I, I love that pick. Yeah, that was that's that's a bummer. That one was on the list for sure. Yeah, I'm, dude, I was gonna pick that or Pete from Knocked Up, and I thought you guys would definitely pick Pete first. Damn it! Yeah, I would. I had uh, Doubtfire higher. <laughs> all right. Well, now I gotta rethink my strat. Yeah, I'm gonna. Well, while you do that, Andy can go. Yeah. Here's where I'm gonna go. Um, both of these next two that I'm gonna take, kind of, no, no, nope, not gonna do that. Here's where I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with the great J.K. Simmons yeah. from Juno and take Mac McGuff. Mac McGuff. You know, I kept yeah. I kept seeing him on list, and I'm like, I don't remember the movie well enough for me to like. Oh, really? Put him down? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I remember I remember other stuff from that movie, but I don't remember the dad. Dude, he's so good. He's he's funny. He's kind of got this quick wit, but he's like he's stern. He's very real. Yeah. You know, sometimes these movies don't portray the fathers in a real light. Yeah. Yeah, he's dead ass real. He's a real he, like, dad. It yeah. feels like a real, not a character. You yeah, know? I agree with that. He like the advice he gives is is it's very sarcastic, but it's also like real advice and like you know, yeah. And, and it's he also gives it in like a take it or leave it type of way, where he understands where his daughter's coming from, but he also wants her to know this is how he feels. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's yeah. very supportive. Yeah. Though. Yeah, I like he is that. He's very supportive. Um, one of my favorite lines is uh, he when he first finds out, and at first he's like, you you can tell he's visibly visibly like kind of like pissed off, disappointed, all the feelings all in one. So yeah. it feel, feels really very real. And then he hits her with, "Who's the father?" <laughs> she says, "Polly Bleeker." He's like, "Polly Bleeker, huh?" Didn't think he had it in him. <laughs> I remember that. Like, yeah, I mean, it's just so hilarious. Like, I just and that's uh, Michael Sarah, right? Polly Bleeker. Yeah, 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 uh, yeah. That's Michael Sarah. But yeah, I mean, the dude's been through it. He went through the divorce is is uh, with his you know new new wife and all that kind of stuff. And um, I just yeah, like I said, he's. He's he's uh, just ridiculously supportive, hilarious, and overall very very real. Um, so yeah, yeah, Mac McGuff. I really like Diablo Cody. I like her writing style. Yeah, <clears throat> I, I like the way. It's almost like she really is like the only person who writes the way she writes. People try to copy it and they try to mimic it, but they can't. They can't. You don't get the same results without Diablo doing yeah. it herself. She's yeah. that's she's really good. She wrote, uh, I think it's the second time we're mentioning it, but thank, uh, thank you for smoking, right? I don't know. I think she did. I really enjoyed that movie. I like her. I like her a lot. It was a good one. Well. All right. We're trailing off now, so. Well, we what you, all right. Whose turn is it? My turn again. Okay. Great pick, Andy. And I, I've, I got quiet because I'm, I'm in a weird <laughs> spot where. I didn't know what to do. I'm going to take a dude that's kind of similar to my last pick. Mm -hmm. And 
it's funny because I think I took both of these movies in our coming of age draft, and now I'm taking the fathers from both of them. Um, I'm gonna go with Dill Pendergast, Easy A, Stanley Tucci. Oh, oh wow! Yeah, this I don't have any real knowledge of. Yeah, no. Nope. So he's he's cool <laughs> as shit. Um, he definitely makes his family happy. Uh, he's he's witty as hell, uh, funny, um, very supportive for you know Emma Stone. They adopted like a, a little black kid. Um, one of the one of the funnier scenes was uh, when um, the the little black kid says something about being adopted, and he's like, "No, <laughs> we're going to tell you later," you know that kind of thing, uh, and just like. Uh, Emma Stone when she's like I said a bad word at school and they're like going back and forth about like, like he's like let me guess the word and then um, and then he's like spell it with your P's you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and um, the little uh, the little adopted boy's like uh, what's a twit and, and then uh, someone's like that's not an I that's an A <laughs> and he's like oh okay <laughs> <laughs> Um, I, uh, yeah, I don't, uh, I've seen Easy A. I saw it, uh, one time, uh, and I really, I actually liked it a lot, but I don't really remember it. Yeah, I, I, thought, re- I thought for sure these were two sleeper picks that you guys might take, so that's why I took them here. Yeah. Otherwise, I, I would have taken them later, but, uh. Oh, I um, like Mac McGuff, though. That's, that's a tight pick. Yeah, but, uh, Pendergast, um, one of the, one of the, another one of the funnier lines is, uh, the mom is like, yeah, we've noticed you've been dressing like a stripper lately or or like a hooker or something like that. And she's like, mom. And then he's, he just hits her with, well, it's a high-end one for governor and athletes. <laughs> <laughs> what's what's so, his name? What, what, Pendergast? Dill Pendergast. Dill Pendergast. Yes. That's so a, he's, that's he's fantastic. Uh, Stanley Tucci is amazing in it. Uh, um, I'm a big fan. Hell yeah. I like it. All right. Back to me. All right. Back to you, Drew. Boy, oh boy, guys. This one is a story about a dad who loved his son very much. Loved his whole family very much. He basically became the dad to his parents, his brother and sister, to his niece, and also his son. And I'm going with Michael Bluth, Arrested Development. Uh, uh, going back to the fucking Michael Sarah and everything. Like, wow, man, what a great dad he is. Um, I honestly, like, I can't even think of any good moments because when I was looking up Arrested Development things, they just got in this wormhole of, like, other funny things. And all I can remember now is, like, them trying to do the chicken and the so now I don't, I just remember really funny things from Arrest Development and not so much things he did. <laughs> I, I just love how he, he didn't know anything about what was going on in George Michael's life. And then he would try to sit down and give this fatherly advice, but it would always be not, like he would always infer whatever he thought was happening. It would always be way off. Yeah. The advice was so like unwarranted and just not needed. <laughs> uh, George Michael was definitely on his own. <laughs> yeah, I, I did like. I remember like some of the things were like, 
Yeah, you should, uh, you know, hopefully, uh, hanging out with maybe you can, or she'll rub off on you or whatever. He said, because he was like in love with maybe his cousin, maybe. (laughs) He he would just always make it more awkward for him. (laughs) All right. That's all I got. Like I said, I, I, I got down that other wormhole and now it's like, it wasn't even like teaching moments or anything like that. It was just no touching. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. I clearly don't know too much on that. (laughs) Have you watched Arrested Development? I've seen episodes, but like, I like, I I wouldn't know off the top of my head, you know, dude, you should like binge the seasons. It's, it's okay. It's so worth it. Like it, it really was the funniest show ever made i think yeah that that was a show that i think i was house sitting for you and abby i don't know if it was like your honeymoon or something but you weren't gone long and i remember like oh they got the arrest development i'll just check those out i watched all three seasons in those like two or three (laughs) days you guys were gone like i it just those first three seasons are so good and then the net the fourth netflix season is is okay they didn't i don't think they recaptured the show's magic like, yeah. you know, like the first three seasons, but my God, dude, those first three seasons, like that is, it's the, some of the funniest fucking shit. And there's more dads that you can pick from that show. I'll tell you yeah. what. Yes, so. there are. Yeah, Cause you got Larry David, right? No, no, but, but yeah, but no, Larry David's not in it. <laughs> what am I thinking of? Curb Your Enthusiasm? Curb Your, Curb your Enthusiasm. Yeah. That's what I was thinking of. That's another show That's you should my watch, bad. Though. Yeah, which yeah. is another fun watch. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we're over to me, huh? Yep. Okay, okay, okay. Here we go. Um, I feel like I did such a bad job of selling that, but it's so... For uh, sure. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. Uh, for those who know, it's a good pick. <laughs> All right, so so for my uh, next for my next pick, we're gonna go back to the groovy times of the 1960s, and we're gonna go with my boy Nigel Powers. Yeah, Austin uh, Powers' father. I love that pick. Nigel Powers was cocky. He was Austin Powers before Austin Powers was Austin Powers. <laughs> Austin learned everything that he could learn from his dad and went on to do his own thing and be his own man. But Nigel was still the fucking king, boy. Yeah. That's one of the... Dude's just slated. <laughs> yeah. And Nigel, Nigel, Nigel didn't show up to Austin's graduation. Yeah. And it was very... It's a sad thing, you know. Daddy wasn't there. <laughs> to change my underwear. <laughs> Daddy didn't care. <laughs> uh, but, you know, Nigel made up for it later in Austin's life. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. They worked together and they were able to take down Goldmember and... His father. <laughs> God, that... Another good father in that uh, movie, too. Yeah, that's true. Um, but, yeah, I just like the... <laughs> the... the one of the things I, I quote it a lot is where he just says there's only two two types of people I can't stand. One, those who are intolerant of other people's cultures. And two, the Dutch. 
<laughs> Dude, I was watching, I almost basically watched all of Goldmember when I was like researching this the other night. Like I, I just started why, like, God damn, the gold member character is so disgusting. Yeah. God. Oh my the god, yeah. Skin, his he... skin and shit, and like his dead skin. Oh uh, god, I just. Uh, 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 smoke, oh, smoking, smoking a pancake. <laughs> so god. Oh, I love Fred Savage in the movie too. Oh, no, yeah. his number three character is so fucking funny. I want, I want to watch it so bad now, cause I, uh, I've actually, since our action movie, I've, been going back and trying to rewatch the the bonds. Yeah. It's quite the task when you realize how many fucking bond movies there are. But I yeah. like after you saying that now I really want to watch Goldmember. The Austin Powers movies are so fucking funny. Yeah. Oh, they're amazing. Dude, that we'll have to figure out some sort of draft that we do. We haven't done a a comedy movie draft, which is crazy. Yeah, that is yeah. surprising. I think we should save that though. Keep cause Yeah, we'll save that. Cuz we're all pretty much I think we're there's no uh research involved in that, yeah. you know. We're ready to go. Yeah. It could be one where we just do it on the fly, you know. That should be a special yeah, very, very special very much Christmas so. episode. So uh <laughs> well, I mean, we don't have to wait that long. Let's see here. And you know what I love the way they use like Michael Caine's old footage from his old movies to make it look like that's when he was getting in the car or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm gonna go with now. I don't know if this will even be on you guys' radar, but this is a movie that I've always loved my whole life, and I, I was a big fan of the soundtrack. It had a bunch of like Louis Armstrong tracks and stuff, and uh, just the dynamic of of the the two main stars and my boy. Sam Baldwin was a hell of a single father. His wife died of cancer. He was raising his son alone in Seattle. Couldn't sleep at night. <sighs> Sleepless in Seattle. Uh-huh. Sam Baldwin, Tom Hanks. Yeah, I was like Sam Baldwin. I saw that name on a list. <laughs> trying to remember what it was. Yeah, it was one that I didn't have enough like reference points for. Apparently, I don't have any reference points, so. Well, <laughs> you know, you got your Tom Hanks, Meg Ryan combo, and it, it, I think it stemmed like three different movies with them in it. This one, you've got male, I feel like there's one that I'm. That Joe I'm, versus the volcano. Were they in that together? Yeah. Yeah, see? And I, I, that was actually probably before Sleepless yeah. in Seattle. So they have a long history of working really well together. Uh, like, you know, they have a lot of, uh, you can tell they definitely like love each other in some kind of way. Yeah. Off of the, off of the set, you know? But Sam Baldwin was like, I don't know, just, he had a cool fucking house. He, he, his son really loved him because like his son would, his son was talking to the woman on the radio, you know, trying to get yeah. him hooked up with a woman and, Trying yep. to help his dad out. He saw how hurt he was and how sad he was and how much he needed somebody. And to have a son go through all that at such a young age, he was like nine years old. I mean, clearly his dad has made an impact on his life. Sam Baldwin is a hell of, I'm about to tear up right now. Sam Baldwin. Drew, pass him the, pass him the Kleenex. 
Not the one you use for that one thing you do. (laughs) Why is this Kleenex hard? (laughs) I poked my fucking eyes out, Drew. (laughs) Come on, Andy. Everybody knows I don't use Kleenexes. (laughs) Use a tube sock like my dude Jim. Nope. No, he doesn't Um, do that. You'll never guess how Drew does it. (laughs) We'll save that for another another time, though. We'll save that for a best way to do that other thing podcast. (laughs) Wait, there's 39 ways? (laughs) Uh, I'm sure. Yeah, I guarantee there is. Oh, my God. Uh, Drew's going to be like, drill a hole in a pineapple. You know, it makes me sick that I know how Drew does it. God. Oh, I want to get the, me sick. Uh, <laughs> you know, conversations come up. <laughs> no, I get it. Yeah. Uh, okay. All right. Here we go. Drew, you're up. Drew, you're up. Oh, you're, shit. Um, but not in that way. <laughs> well, guys, this guy could be on the board twice. Um... This, I'm going to TV. I'm going to a dad. One that I thought of right away. Um, this dad is sick. He's got cancer. He's just trying to do whatever he can to just leave his family with as much money as possible. And if that mm. includes cooking meth and running a drug cooking empire, Hell yeah. then that's the case. Though he stranded... <laughs> A little bit too far away from his his purpose. Still, though, his his heart was in it, and I'm going Walter White, Breaking Bad, Brian Cranston. Hell yeah! Um, again, like I said, he could be out there for another one. I it's on my list. So, but <clears throat> yeah, man, this um, like I said he kind of got a little too well. He broke. <laughs> I mean, let's just say yeah. he broke bad. So, uh, but yeah, this is, uh, I love this show. This is, I mean, I think everyone agrees it's one of the best shows of all time. And really at the heart of it, it is kind of sweet that that's what he was doing it for was to leave his, you know, his I mean, son and his daughter first, but yeah, you know, after maybe like the 10th kill, <laughs> yeah, that that's when you're like, eh. Maybe you know. I, hey, take a, a step back, bro. <laughs> yeah. I I was okay with everything until like, and this is this is so sad that it's like that far, but like the point where he, like, they 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 could have sold the money or they could have sold that big ass thing of meth they robbed from the train, yeah, and be done with it, and he didn't want to do it. Like that's like season five. Like that's like the first. Yeah, yeah. But like to me, that's the point. What like that's when he broke. Yeah, like, like full. Like it was just never enough for that. That point it was just never enough. But I, you know, well, I think yeah, he, he fell in love with the lifestyle yeah. at some point because yep. it stopped being about. I mean, they could have stopped in second season when he had just a warehouse of cash. Yeah, and you know they yep. could have laundered that money and then been well off for the yeah. rest of their lives. You know. And, you know, even, like, but even his little, like, talks with Jesse and stuff is, like, even a father figure. Like, he's, yeah. like, he was a pretty solid dad. Like, like well, you know, I mean, yeah. you know what I mean, though? Like, he, like, inspired him to, like, keep going. And although, again, misguided as shit, like, still, I think, at the heart of it was a good dude. So He let Jesse's girlfriend overdose. Well, he should have. <laughs> 
<laughs> he was going down a path of using heroin. I don't know, Drew. I think maybe... Uh, Look, do we need to revisit Blackfish? You said you're okay with it up until then. <laughs> up until... If... I, I don't care. If people die of heroin, they chose to okay. do heroin. All right. Yeah. We should just stand there and let them die. <laughs> if it's gonna, so it's if it's gonna save my like only friend and partner, yeah, yeah, I guess so. It's the only thing that got through to him. That's that's my show that's at the top of the list that I haven't seen that people. Oh like, shit! <laughs> oh my god! We just like. Spoiler the shit out of that <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> it's, I mean, it won't matter when I'm watching it. Yeah. Yeah, I uh, don't remember. Because I didn't understand half the shit you guys were saying. So, yeah, um, that's yeah, definitely... That's, you got a lot of stuff you got to watch. I know, know, I know. There's there there's some there's some big things I haven't watched. But, hey, I have some of those for you guys that you haven't watched, like The Wire. That's true, uh, yeah. yeah. I gotta so, get on that wire. I actually just started a watch and it, uh, I won't get into it. <laughs> what, what was it? I was just going, gonna say, yeah, I know, seriously. <laughs> I, I just started watching the show Billions on Showtime and I, it's really All right, so with my good. next pick. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, I had nothing to do with dad, so that's why I was like, oh, I shouldn't talk what about it. What is Billions? Um, it's this guy that is, he's basically like, this billionaire, it's, it's a, he's a billionaire, like, uh, stock. <laughs> Took you a long time yeah. to get from billions to a guy who's a billionaire. Yeah. <laughs> um, hey, what's he, the wire? Uh, you know, it's about, it's, uh, about, a, it's about a wire. wire. <laughs> but he, he, you know, he does like investments and shit on the stock exchange and like has crushed it. And then Paul Giamatti plays like the attorney general of the U.S. and he's mm. kind of like going against him, trying to like bring him down and stuff. Oh. But, is it good? Yeah, but like it's weird because Giamatti's wife actually is like the HR person for this other guy's firm, like investment firm. Oh wow! So there's kind of like this weird conflict. So far. I'm only like four episodes in, but it's pretty damn good. I'm actually really excited for that Madoff movie. Oh yeah, with, uh, uh, what's his face? You know, that, that actor who's like the most famous actor of all time. Who am I trying to think of? What's the name that I'm thinking of right now? I don't know. I haven't watched the it. Most famous, I've heard of it, but I didn't. The raging fucking bull actor. Oh, De Niro? Robert fucking De Niro. Oh. I just blanked Whoa. on Robert De Niro, the most famous <laughs> wow. fucking person in the I didn't entire... know he was in it. That's pretty sweet. I just wanted to hear what Drew was going to say. He like, plays Bernie Madoff. He was going to be like, uh, most famous actor of all time. Um, <laughs> Yeah, uh, and then just list off some name that you're like, that's who you think the most <laughs> actor of all time is? Uh, uh, he's like, Zach, or Jack's from Sons of Anarchy. <laughs> is that it? <laughs> no. What? <laughs> no. Definitely not. Yeah, Charlie Hunnam, guys. Come on. Oh, man. Oddly enough, um, the, the wife is the girl Tara from Sons of Anarchy. Oh, God. Yeah. All right. We got to get out of this. Wow, we're in yeah. a vortex right, right now. Yeah. We're spinning. So <laughs> here I am on my fifth pick about to put what I had number one overall on my list. Okay. This was my number one overall, and I should have taken it number one overall, except for the fact that I wanted to play into the game. <laughs> and then I realized you guys aren't taking this, so I can hold and off. And it's Sean Wayne's dad from <laughs> the Wayne's Brothers show. 
Uh, definitely not. Not oh, John okay. Witherspoon. It's, right. yeah, it's the dad from uh, uh, Don't Be a Menace, where he's like, yeah, he's just a few years older than me. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's John Witherspoon from Friday. No, I'm just kidding. Um, I'm going. Uh, do you guys know this guy? Here's here's Furious Styles. I do. He's on my list. Okay. Hey, yes, that's awesome that you know that. Um, Boys in the Hood, Lawrence Fishburne. Okay, let me tell you this about probably. Let me tell you about gentrification. Yes, <laughs> yes, this is uh, um, my favorite dad in any movie. Probably, um, he's compassionate. He's intellectual. Um, he's a straight up badass. Um, if you haven't seen Boys in the Hood, uh, it's a very real movie, um, you know, set in, uh, in South Central LA. Um, a Ice Cube plays a dough boy, um, not his kid, um, but Cuba Gooding plays Trey, um, who's, uh, Lawrence Fishburne's kid and, um, him and his mom had, had were, were, had split. And so, uh, Cuba Gooding Jr. comes to live with him and he's kind of in the hood. And, and uh, Cuba Gooding Jr. is like best buddies with, with Doughboy, who's Ice Cube. Really his best buddy is Ricky, um, played by, uh, Morris Chestnut. And Furious Styles not only has the most badass dad name ever. Yeah. Um, but like he's just, he's a dude that's smart as shit. Um, he's got his own, you know, kind of business. Uh, the gentrification speech was epic. He brings him into a different part of the hood. And then all of a sudden, other people in the hood start coming around him. And he gives a speech about how, you know, how the, the Chinese, the Mexicans, the Italians did it, the Jews. Um, they hired their own people for all the businesses in the area. Um, so he's like, that's what we need to do is have black people, you know, running businesses black money or whatever so we can bring each other up as opposed to you know doing all this other stuff and he he brought up that why do you think there's a liquor store and a gun store in every hood in america because they want us to kill each other and you know so he's he's just kind of like he's yeah. this teacher yeah but he's such a he's just such a great father yeah and, um, and just that scene where he's just like you got give me the gun or whatever he's like oh you think you're bad huh yeah. Bad. <laughs> yeah, and the reason I had him number one is due to the tough situations. So he was he was a father in a place where a lot of times people don't have good fathers. Um, so I, I I just think it was he was such an important movie dad. Um, I know he impacted people that I know that were in similar situations. Um, he would get brought up like. Like, you know, oh, like Furious and Boys in the Hood or whatever, yeah. you know. So I think he, he almost set a blueprint for how to be a father in the hood for for a lot of different people, a lot of different fathers that may not have done that. So while it's still an issue, I think he actually helped, which is crazy to say that a movie actually helped, you know, in some of these different difficult situations. So, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, um, my favorite line from him was, uh, any fool with a dick can make a baby, but it takes a real man to raise his children. Yeah. Yeah. That's badass. Yeah. That's, and that's a line that I know gets, gets used a ton. So yeah, Furious Styles, 
Uh, Lawrence Fishburne is a fucking G. He's <laughs> such a badass. He's one of the greatest actors, you know, in the history of acting that, um, sometimes doesn't get mentioned. Okay. Yeah. Larry I was Fishburne. super serious on that one. Good job, Larry Fishburne. No, that's, a, that's a solid pick. It's really good. And I yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty passionate about that pick. Um, so since I went from Furious Styles, who's kind of that more of that serious mindset, I'm gonna go a completely different route, and, <laughs> and I'm gonna go with this dude is a great father in another show as well, um, and he's got you know he's got his little family, yeah. um, but this, this dude was married. With children. Oh, Taking out Bundy. Al Ed O'Neill. Yeah. yeah, that's on my list too, man. You just knocked off two. You know, Al Bundy is an underrated dad. I'd say so too. Because you know, he really does take care of his kids in the way that he can. He is not a rich man. He does what he has he does what he can do. He gives what he can give. Yeah, you that's know? why I I wrote at first I wasn't sure and I was like, no, like this guy fucking handles fat ugly ladies feet for a living yeah just so he can bring home in the best way possible <laughs> yeah. his insults are all time yeah just to like you know bring home money to keep a roof over his family's head who doesn't even fucking appreciate him like, what a fucking great dad that is i know yeah yeah and and like guess what sometimes that's how some families are um where it's it's this kind of hilarious relationship. If you if you like actually watch from the outside, if you're like in the middle of it in the house, you might be like, oh, this is this is weird. But if yeah. you're like watching from a distance, it's actually pretty funny. Like some of the just the one liners that like the kids will pick on him. He'll pick on the kids. He talks shit about his wife. He talks, but he talks shit about everybody. Like he's an equal opportunity shit talker. Okay. But which I love. Yeah, yeah. Um, he's uh, he's funny as shit. You know that clip? There's a clip on YouTube or on Facebook constantly. I feel like it gets shared like three times a fucking day on my Facebook wall or whatever the feed or whatever the fuck it is, whatever that technology does. <laughs> <laughs> but that video or the clip of uh, Al Bundy and he's like ribbing that fat lady. She's like being real bitchy at the at the shoe store, and he just like crack after crack after crack until she leaves. Yeah, it's uh, that's just fucking funny, that, and that's like timeless. Married with children is still fucking funny. Oh man, yeah, you could go back and watch it now. And literally, I was watching different clips, and I got I got stuck at a big time rabbit hole yeah. with just insults. Yeah, like I know. literally, I was watching clips of him insulting. Everybody and anybody. Um, and all, all he asks that Peggy has a nice meal ready for him when he gets home from work. You know? Yeah, without a c- cigarette stuck Without in. a cigarette and the fucking salad, you know? <laughs> Jeez. And what about... And he was a hell of a high school football player, so... Yeah. There was yeah. that. Yeah, there he, he was. I heard he once scored four touchdowns in a single game. <laughs> <laughs> Polkai football rules! <laughs> Uh, Al Bundy's the fucking man, dude. Hell yeah. Love Ed O'Neill. Ed O'Neill's just fantastic. Yeah, there's actually a movie that you could pick 
about Ed o- with Ed O'Neill. And there's another TV show. Yeah, that's true, but I won't pick that one. No. But I could, I may pick that movie. Okay. Ooh. <laughs> you well, guys don't know. You guys don't know anything. Well, I'm going to go back to your serious talk. Um, this is, this is an old fucking movie, but it still test, like, stands the test of time. And. Don't fucking say Casablanca. No. <laughs> It's not that old, but it's pretty old. But this is, uh, they, it's about a dad. He's got two boys and he's a lawyer and he's defending the rights of a man who everybody thinks is guilty, mainly because the color of his skin. Mm. And I'm going Gregory Peck as Atticus Finch in To Kill a Mockingbird. Mm. Kill a Mockingbird. I like that pick. Um, there's, what was the, oh yeah, it says there, uh, one of the quotes was, there's lots of ugly things in this world I can, I would want to keep you from, but I can't keep you from all of them or something like that as much as I'd like to or something. It's great quote, (laughs) but uh, (laughs) but he's like talking to his son, you know, like basically like, Hey, there's, you know, I hope the quote is, you know, there's a lot of things out there that I'd like to, you know, I'd stop, I'd like to stop you. I wouldn't want you to see them, but there's not, I can't just, I can't make you not see all of it. It's like, there's just so much of it. Thanks, Dad! End quote. Atticus Finch. Basically, he's saying... To kill a mockingbird. There's a lot of shitty people and a lot of shitty things out there, and as much as I'd love to protect you, I can't. So I right. think that's yeah. a really cool, cool thing. Yeah. So. I remember Atticus Finch being the man... Yeah. yeah, I uh, I'm trying to think. Uh, I know I've seen To Kill a Mockingbird, but I can't. It's been a long time. Yeah, it's been a long, long time. I think I watched that in like elementary school. I think it, I watched it in my fifth grade teacher, Mr. Harvey's class, and we had to read it as well. Yeah. <laughs> oh god <laughs> movies way better than that was one of, that was one of those um so i always say this and i still mean it it still holds true but that was one of the the ones where like i had to like read the book and then we watched the movie yeah and like i think that's when i finalized my opinion that the worst movie is better than the best book um, <laughs> the, the movie was over in two hours I got the whole story And there was fantastic acting being done And the book take took like weeks to read You know <laughs> <laughs> Like Man. Ain't no one got time for that Right ma- There's Fuck imagination you know things we could watch in movies We could watch in the time that it takes To read one fucking book <laughs> I could read six movies on TV In the time it takes yeah, me to read that one book Unless the book is Fudgemania No thanks <laughs> uh, Tales of the fourth grade nothing bro Hell yeah Okay <laughs> Whose turn is it? Yours Mine? That awkward silence was brought to you by uh um what's that what's that thing we're sponsoring? Oh uh Nads for Dads. Nads for Dads just get your male prostitute nuts in your face or ship to your home. 
Just uh, go up in the upper right-hand corner and find the microphone button and type in the draft pod. 10% off your dad's nads. Uh, <laughs> all right, guys. Uh, going back to Andy's uh, Furious Styles pick, he actually mentioned this guy while talking about it, and it was going to be my next pick anyway. So I'm just going to go ahead and shout him out. And that is Mr. Jones from Friday. Oh, love it. I didn't see that coming. I, dude, I'm I, forgot, I was like, who did he mention? <laughs> yeah, John I was like, which one of the kids became a father in another thing? <laughs> John Witherspoon in that fucking movie, dude. I swear to God, me and my dad would sit and watch Friday and just die laughing at John Witherspoon where he's like, like all of his, every line that he has. Yeah. It's like. Every time I come to the kitchen, you kitchen in the goddamn refrigerator, eating up all the food, <laughs> all the collard greens, all the chili, all the pig's feet. How want some of them chilies? I love pig feet. Ain't <laughs> <laughs> hey, nobody go in the bathroom for about 35, 45 minutes. <laughs> oh, man, it's so fantastic. The word today is job. J-O-B. <laughs> <laughs> I love John Witherspoon is basically a funny Furious Styles, <laughs> you know. Yeah, like, he's the same way. Even when even when Craig has the fucking gun and he's about to go fight Debo, yeah. he's like, well, "You think you're a man with that gun in your hand?" You know. Yep. I'm yeah, a, I'm yeah. a man he without is, it. Put up your dupes. That's funny. He is yeah. a funny Fury, like a, yeah. a way yeah. way different version <laughs> of Furious Styles. But <laughs> yeah. the family is together. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And he's like, he's he, like a mixture between Al Bundy and Furious Styles. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I love it when he's watching, he's watching that fucking, uh, he's watching, oh, what's the fucking movie? Where the dog, the, the killer dog, it's a, uh, the, it's the dog, that killer dog movie. And it's, I know what you're talking about. I'm drawing a blank on the name. It's a Stephen King. Cujo? Fucking, yeah, it's a, yeah, Cujo. Drew, you knew that. Yeah. Just get the reference quicker. <laughs> it's yeah. my, it's, I'm yelling at Drew, but I'm the yeah, one. I, I, have a feeling, I have a feeling my quote was better than the uh, dog, the killer dog, the dog, the killer dog, well, the killer dog. How the dog. else can you explain the movie about a killer dog? Uh, their mom and kid are trapped in the car. The, uh, with a killer dog outside. That's the point. <laughs> Oh, but you can't just say killer dog. He's laying in his bedroom. He's eating fucking. He's eating something. I don't know. And he's like talking, talking to the TV. You better run, bit your ass, Mr. Postman. (laughs) Because he had gotten bit by a dog earlier. Because he's a dog catcher. It's funny. We both took movies with Ice Cube in it. Yeah. He's like, no, he was just not a good dude in my movie. In your movie, Ice Cube's actually a good dude. Yeah, he is a good dude. But, and you yeah, guys, and still, boy, he wasn't so good. And I'm gonna take Ice Cube as a fuck. No, I'm not. <laughs> you guys, are we there are yet? We there yet? <laughs> you guys can go ahead and ignore um, Friday two, three, Friday after Wednesday. Friday Hold after on, the, the second Friday was pretty good. No, it was not. What? No, I hate God, dude. I hated it so much. And it con- like I told you, we, everyone knows this. I'm a continuity guy. And they totally ignored everything that took place in the first fucking movie. Hold on. They, they moved him out and uh, Smokey went to rehab. <laughs> yeah. Smokey went to rehab after saying, I was just bullshitting and you know this. 
That was the Man. last line of the fucking movie. And then the next thing you know, he's in fucking rehab. He was just <laughs> bullshitting. And you know this. Man. Yeah. So anyways. Yeah. I love that pick. He's so hilarious. I got Mr. Jones on Friday. Um, now I'm going to go ahead and pick, uh, this guy shares a name with his son, but his son does not like to be called Junior. I'm going with Professor Henry Jones. Last Crusade. Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. This yeah, that's a gangster pick. Fucking Sean Connery, dude. If Sean Connery is your dad, you'd listen to everything he said. Yeah, especially say, when you do your voice. Punch the keys. <laughs> <laughs> I am the last one. But yeah, Sean Connery is fucking man. Henry Jones is the fucking man. The whole dynamic of... I'm talking away from the microphone like an asshole, but I'm just trying to keep track of shit. What a real asshole. Yeah, I hate that. Mm-hmm. Uh, sorry, guys. I, I Listeners, I hate that as much as you do. So, um, Professor Henry Jones. Indiana would not be the man that he is without his dad being who he was. A famous archaeological professor. A man that taught Indy everything he knows as far as book smarts go, but then you come to find that Professor Jones can is not very good at handling himself out in the field when it comes to Nazis trying to kill him and crazy shit happening, you know? He's book smart, not smart, not street smart. Right. So Indy took it to the next level, but Indy still, you know, he does everything he can to keep his dad safe throughout the last crusade. Yes, it's... I love that pick because there's a dynamic that we don't have a ton of on the list, which is like the established man and his father as opposed to like Indiana Jones aged fathers. Right. So this is one of the older fathers um, that has been taken, which is awesome. Yeah. And he, you know, he paved, he like literally Indy could not be Indy without, Henry Jones, Professor Henry Jones. Yeah. Giving him the base knowledge he needed. And, you know, I mean, there's not really much else to say. No, he's a gangster. Check it out. I mean, go watch Indiana Jones movies if you've never seen them. They're amazing. I feel like, I feel like Indy and, uh, Henry probably didn't have a lot of heart to hearts when they were younger. Definitely not. I think there was a lot of, uh, Probably not. I Demands think, and stuff like I think, that. That's why it came out older. That's well, why yeah, they had yeah. the talks later in life. And yeah. Professor Jones, you know, he was probably really into his work. Yeah, and, yeah. And and I think he was just, he's more of that kind of guy that just wants, like, you know, like, oh, you're going to, your legacy thing, you know, you're going to be the next great yeah. archaeologist. Well, I think that that's how, it's nice that Indy probably hung out with him. Yeah. In his study and, and just kind of studied along with him just to be close to his dad. And he was able to take that knowledge that he yeah. got from those interactions and move on to bigger and better things. So, but I tell you what, if you want a really good heart to heart, you go to one man. And though you may be kind of being raised by three guys, you're going to your dad. 
who will sit down with you and tell you everything you need to know about life. And you're going to go, Dad, Mr. Danny Tanner, sir, <laughs> tell me everything I need to know. Danny Tanner, yeah, Bob Saget, Full House. I'm surprised, I'm surprised that lasted this long. Yeah, I am yeah, too. I had it on my list. It's just I got a couple others ahead. Yeah, it was it was I would that was one I was worried like half it ago and I'm like, all right, I see where everybody else is going. Maybe I can let it slide, but I knew probably not much longer. So. <laughs> yeah, he's he's the man. He's uh Jesse's uh a father too and all that, but if I'm thinking about a father in full house, it's clearly Danny Tanner. Yeah. And you yeah. know, Joey, give Joey a little bit of credit. Oh, yeah. He may not yeah, be, but I'm know. saying like. He's not, he doesn't get yeah. a Father's Day gift, but you know. He's the man. I mean, he probably did in the show. Maybe that, maybe that uh, puppet that he used to do gave him a gift. Is it Cut made, it out. Is it made of? What? Oh god, the woodchuck. Oh god. That was one of my favorite things on Full House. I don't remember his damn name. And then it would come on America's Funniest Videos, remember? Oh yeah. Like the, the Jackalope. Like the actual one. Yeah. Well, he, that oh, was the, the Jackalope had the same voice, didn't it? Yeah. Yeah, he would do that so same good. voice. Yeah. Hell yeah. But yeah, Kenny Tanner's like, uh, I know he's a, He's a presence that was always felt in my house because, like, my dad liked to clean or whatever. And, uh, <laughs> and like, my mom would always say, like, you know, your dad's like Danny Tanner. <laughs> uh, I like that. God, I wish, I wish your brother was on Full House. <laughs> it would have changed the whole show. There's a, awesome. Oh, God. Would it have. There's a great line in a Fuller House. It's one of the first, like, two episodes or two or three episodes but like jesse says something he's like man i remember danny used to give you girls all those speeches and i swear to i swear that they were so good that you could almost hear violins playing in the background (laughs) (laughs) yeah Yeah, his inspirational speeches were so freaking money yeah danny's dad instincts uh, as far as losing a wife early and being a single dad yeah I mean, nobody, nobody in the world has ever handled it better than young Danny Tanner. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you know, he finally found Vicky and you know, that was a good, good matchup. Yeah. All right. All right. Back um, to somebody. Here is where I'm going. Um, this is the dude that I, uh, the, the race thing doesn't matter, but this is, this is the dude that I probably relate the most to if I had kids or when I have kids. I don't know. Um, but, um, was Damon Wayans. <laughs> the guy that's in the guy that I'm talking about, his dad is Lawrence Fishburne in this show, which is kind of funny. And I'm taking Andre Johnson from Blackish played by Anthony Anderson. Oh, okay. I've never seen yeah, that. I, oh, you haven't? It's, no. You have to see it. It's such a great show. Um, it takes on issues that are happening nowadays, um, but it's it's hilarious. It's this dude who he has made it, um, and he's struggling with the fact that he's successful. And he they live in the suburbs, but then he has, you know, he's he's a got a black family, so he's trying to 
you know, give them this life in a good neighborhood in the suburbs, um, while still kind of giving them the, the culture and the history, um, that he was used to. So it's this, like, it's this him trying to, like, he freaks out because one of his kids says, I'm Republican. (laughs) (laughs) and that's like something he that like he was saying you don't do in the you know the black community or whatever yeah and so they kind of go through a a whole bunch of different situations like these and he's hot hood hot-headed but he's like he's hilarious and and uh he's just he's very funny smart observational um you know he's he's very much a friend to his uh kids while remaining a father at the same time. Yeah. Um, you know, there's a lot of unintentional racism in the show. (laughs) And it just kind of shows like, it shows like some of the stuff that's actually going on in today's world. It's one of the more like issues wise. It's one of the shows that brings up some of the more real issues, but it does it in a hilarious way where you can kind of see both sides of it. So, um, I love it because of that. I think it's, it's one of the best shows on TV. I've always liked Anthony Anderson. I like, uh, actually, uh, this is kind of stupid, but there's, uh, he was in Scary Movie 4. Him, yeah. him and Kevin Hart were like best friends, you know, and they, they ended up being in like 4, 5, and, or whatever, th- maybe 3, 4, and 5. Maybe it was Scary Movie 3. I don't know. But it was one of the later scary movies after the Waynes left it. And, uh, there was a scene where, Anthony Anderson and Kevin Hart are in a bar and they're like, they're like, he said something like, uh, and then you're going to wake up dead or whatever. And then Kevin Hart's like, how are you going to wake up dead? Well, you were alive when you went to sleep. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I I just love, I don't know. I love that whole conversation. And we, we always, we always, me and my wife always fucking quote that. Anthony Anderson's the man. If if you haven't seen it, just YouTube uh, um, Trump Blackish, um, and he like they literally talk about um, how he feels because his um, his his boss is like like he's not racist, but he doesn't understand things. Yeah. So sometimes they almost sound racist. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Right. Yeah. So it's a very it's a show that kind of teaches at the same time, and uh, it was fantastic because. You know, he's like, uh, uh, Dre's just sitting there, like, just, you know, the, the white dude is like all pissed off. He's like, you know, cause, cause Trump's president. He's like, how can you not be, uh, upset about this? And Anthony Anderson goes on such a real rant, um, that like, you're like, it takes you out of the fact that you're watching a TV show. <laughs> you can tell it was something that was actually on his mind and it yeah. was like a positive spin on how to view it, um, you know, how to view something like that. Um, but it's just, uh, um, it's, it's fantastic. I'm telling you just, and you might get into the show. If you watch that clip, you're going to be like, like, Oh, that's great. But yeah, just look up Trump and blackish and, uh, you'll see the rant that Anthony Anderson goes on. It's fantastic. I'll check that out. Um, all right. Did I, did I take someone before him or no? No. Oh, that's your first of your two picks. Oh, shit. Okay. Um, so I have, let's see. 
Oh, I'm very torn on where to go here. Oh, okay. Um, I'm going to go with a dude that I'm buying time. We mentioned earlier, <laughs> and uh, he's yellow. He gets angry. He's not always the greatest father. I'm talking about Homer Simpson. Damn it. Homer Simpson. Yeah. I know I should have taken him. Yeah. I, I think he's not necessarily a bad father, like people would say. I yeah. think he's just an idiot. I think he's just stupid, you yeah. know? <laughs> like, and I think he doesn't a lot of times understand things until they kind of like explain it. He's very, um, yeah, he's, he's a dumb dude, but he's hilarious. He does have a big heart, even though like, you know, he chokes Bart and his eyes pop out. Um, <laughs> yeah, you know, but you can tell he like adores Maggie and Lisa. Um, very short tempered. But the thing that obviously is the best about Homer is um, that he goes through every range of emotion, you know? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I, I, I think he's one of the most iconic TV dads of all time, even though he's a cartoon. Yeah. Um, oh, for sure. He, It's a lot like the Al Bundy thing, I think, where it's uh, <clears throat> the things he does for his kids are pretty, like, like, you know, even like the first episode, you know, he's, he's working, uh, he starts working as Santa so he can get, you know, actually give them Christmas presents and everything like that. And yeah. all that kind of stuff, you know, I, and, yeah, he's, there's a lot of dumb things he does too, but there is, oh, I, you can tell yeah. he absolutely he always loves has his like kids. A, yeah. a heart, that heartfelt moment. That, yeah. Uh, yeah. Homer's the man. Does a lot of learning. All these dads, yeah. all these dads we're picking are the men, you know. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah, I like this. Man, I've got essentially six picks left, and I've got about triple that left on my list. Yeah, I've. I've oh, you know what's funny? I've taken my top seven. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah, I'm about to take one of those. Um. Damn it. Too far. <laughs> and I'm really upset about losing him. I should not have done this. <laughs> well, I, I kind of am not. I'm kind of worried about it, too, because I really don't want to lose anybody I have. So I may not even do it. We'll see, though. Okay. We'll see. All right. I got to take this one. Um <laughs> Andy has actually mentioned him several or mentioned this several times already. Damn it. Um <laughs> but he doesn't realize he mentioned it. That's the funny thing. Um this is about this is a uh this is a man who you know he he does he does things that are you know questionable obviously like most of my list for some reason. But he he loves his family very much and he loves his son so much that he doesn't want the life for him. So much that he cries when he finds out that his son actually got into this life. And I'm talking about Vito Corleone in The Godfather. The Godfather. Mm. Never seen it. Marlon Brando. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh. how, how Wait, gonna... what? Hold up. We've talked about it before. I've, I've never seen yeah, it. Yeah, okay. Yeah. 
I've only seen the third one. Okay, yeah, yeah. I was, I was saying, I, I thought you had seen one. I didn't know you yeah. never seen any of them. I've seen okay. the third one, but I've seen it on like TBS edited for commercials. Yeah, he's he's actually <laughs> secretly a damn good dad, even though he's, ugh, you know, not a good person necessarily. Yeah, yeah. I just like that kind of duality of, uh, I, I guess, of all men. Um, one thing I have here is. Uh, the quote, any man, <clears throat> any man who doesn't spend time with his family cannot call himself a man. Yeah. Yep. Uh, it's a great quote. Um, yeah, man, like he's, I, like I said, he's, he, you know, he, he didn't want that life for Michael. And once he found out Michael killed someone, like he broke down in tears because he didn't want that for him. So, <laughs> right. Uh, All right. Just when you thought, just when they thought I could leave, they pulled me back in. I don't know who is that. That's Al Pacino. Oh, is it? Yeah. <laughs> I almost did an Al Pacino's voice too. All right, so here we go. It's like a mixture of both, just just in case. What <laughs> <laughs> was, was Marlon Brando doing over Simpson's dough? Oh god! Oh god! Uh, that was actually really good. <laughs> You're hired. Terrible, I know. Um, I do terrible jokes really. Well, all right, check it out, guys. Checking. You know what's about to happen? I'm gonna have you guys going again. Damn it! Okay, that was on my list. Tim Taylor, home improvement. Well, see, now we're knocking things off. Yeah. Yeah. I had to get, I don't really have any, uh, oh, I have, I have Sandy Cohen TV dad, but everything else has been movie dads. So yeah, I gotta I'm trying get, to push it up. I gotta get an official sitcom dad, and my official sitcom dad is Tim the, Tim Taylor. Tim the Tool Man Taylor. Yeah. Alright? Tool time, home improvement. He's on my team. I think that's a fantastic pick. Um, you know, his three boys, uh, just going through, just trying to teach them all the shit of how to like put stuff together and completely effing it up. Um, all those father son kind of bonding moments. Um, they're fantastic. Yeah. You know, everything that, everything that the tool man does is for his family. That's all he cares about in this life. Yeah. His you tools know? and his family. That's right. And his car. He doesn't care about any of that other stuff. He just cares about family. That other stuff, he just keeps it nice and tidy so that his family's safe. You know yeah. What I mean? Except I was, for when he puts something together that puts his family in danger. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, he doesn't know that. That's not his intention. <laughs> no, no. I always love the epiphany moment with Wilson, too. That was always good. Yeah. Oh, man. Wilson was just full of advice. Doesn't, uh, isn't his one son gay, his youngest son? Does he end up being gay in the show? I don't know. I know I he I think that's right. I know he, yeah. like, becomes like a goth kid, which is kind of the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> he does end up becoming a goth kid. I remember that. Yeah. But yeah, he, I think he ends I don't up being know gay. How that's the same thing, though. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's just kind of going to town on each other. Uh,. Oh my god, I saw, uh, I was just randomly on Facebook yesterday and I was, uh, 
reading posts from random people and then I got into this, one of my comedian friends wrote a post and then I was just reading all, like he had like 50 comments. It was some political thing, you know, and this dude writes something on there and I can't remember what he wrote, but I was like, who the fuck is this dude? And I clicked on him. He was a fucking juggalo. And I was like, are you, are you fucking kidding me? This fucking guy. And it, the, what the comment that he wrote was something so fucking stupid and it made me so mad. And I was like, Oh, I hate this guy. Let me see who he is. And then I realized that's right. I do hate him. Uh, <laughs> I really do hate this guy. <laughs> so he's good. But not you... because he's gay. Cause that's the same thing as being goth. <laughs> uh, but are he's a goth the same? Are Juggalos and Goth the same? No. I don't think so. Juggalos are specifically for ICP. Right? Yeah. But they kind of, they kind of dress gothy, right? Yeah, they're just clown goths, I guess. Okay. But, but they're <laughs> different. different. I think they're in a different niche. It's different yeah, than yeah. like Marilyn Manson it's goth. It's the same but different. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Which, by the way, James, you've mentioned this a couple times and I finally watched all four hours of it on YouTube. Joe Rogan's End of the World podcast. And Marilyn Manson was at the, at the show, um, cause he was, he's buddies with Doug Stanhope. And he like, he was like trying to text and call, um, Doug Stanhope. And he was literally like six feet away, but he was behind stage, <laughs> but he didn't want to come out. Yeah. And it was hilarious cause Doug Stanhope was going to pick up the phone and Joe Rogan just takes the phone from him and hangs it up. And he's like, no, he's a man and he's six feet away. He can come out here. <laughs> that and then awesome? Marilyn Manson left, which was like, yeah. yeah, it was just funny. It reminded me of that cause Marilyn Manson. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, so for my, um, for my ninth pick, and I can't believe that this is still out there. And I got to put him on the list because dude went a dark path, right? Mm-hmm. But it's not his fault. He didn't even know his kids were still alive. He didn't know his kids survived. He had to find out the hard way after cutting off his son's fucking hand. You know what I mean? I'm going Darth Vader. Oh, boy. <laughs> And, uh, the, the pick for, uh, worst fathers just gets picked. One of the best, no. most iconic fathers, but absolutely the worst father on our list. Everything that took place within the Star Wars universe had to take place. It was destined to take place. And Luke Skywalker <laughs> wouldn't be able to take his spot as the last Jedi without, yeah. you know, without his father. Helping him out. 100% the most iconic movie uh, dad that has been drafted. Yeah. For sure. I mean, literally dudes like Luke, I am your father. Like, <laughs> what other quote encapsulizes Father's Day other than that? You know? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking A. And sometimes you just, sometimes everybody <laughs> doesn't have a good father, you know? Yeah. But you know what? He turns out to be good. At the end, didn't he kill him. What? Didn't didn't like Darth Vader kill his son or something? No, he cut his hand off. <laughs> At the end, he throws the Emperor down in the whatever that chute or whatever the ventilation shaft. 
and he fucking kills the emperor. And then he ends up has a, like he got all beat up or whatever. And he had to take his mask off to reveal a crusty old white man, <laughs> beautiful black visage <laughs> stripped away to reveal a crusty old white man. Uh, but yeah, the Darth one, Darth ended up becoming good at the end. Fixing okay. his mistakes. And he wasn't good in, he wasn't bad in the beginning. He just, he had hatred inside of him and it had to go somewhere. And then he started to get manipulated and corrupted by the emperor. And then he started getting, his thoughts got twisted, Andy. His thoughts got twisted. Okay. okay. Yeah. He was on space dust. Couldn't fucking handle it. Old Darth Wing Duck. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. Darth Vader, Father of the Year. Okay. <laughs> Father of the Year. <laughs> Was that your second or? Yeah, that's my yeah. second. Yeah. Okay. What was Back the other one? You. Huh? What was your other one? Tim the Toolman Taylor. Oh, that's right. Uh, All right. Uh, um, I'm going back to kind of my first pick. He's very reminiscent of him. Um, Midwest dad. You know, very understanding and everything like that of his kid and how stupid his kid is, really. And if you guys don't like it, he'll just put a foot up your ass. And I'm talking Red Foreman, that 70s show. There you go. On my list. <laughs> Love that pick. He's, uh, he's not really a good dad <laughs> or supportive dad or, uh. Yeah, he's got his things in the wrong place because he thinks his daughter's a freaking saint. Yeah. Um, yeah. And she's like such a promiscuous bitch, you know? Yeah. The mom. And then like his the mom, kid's actually good and he's like clowning on him. I think the, but he's hilarious. Miss Foreman is really the dad of the family. Kitty. She's the mom and the dad. Yeah. Whatever. I like red though. Navy vet. No, red's the man. Red, yeah. red like literally is the man. He's, he's all man. Yeah. I'm There's, <laughs> I'm kind of getting into that part of my thing where it's it's I'm going more for the dads that I just love when they're on yeah. TV. Like he's funny as I fuck. I get it. Yeah. God damn. Every every time he ribs anybody, it's always fucking gold. <laughs> uh. I mean, he didn't want his friends hanging around with a bunch of stoners and stuff. And he was pretty good with like uh the the, the one kid, the curly head. Why am I blank? Danny Masterson. Danny Masterson, yeah. Yeah, well, he treated him like he was his son. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. his parents Cause were he like was Because he trash. felt like he was more of what a man was. Right, know? yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I, Red really did step up for a few, uh, you know, every now and then he had its shining moments. Mm-hmm. But That's true. Mostly, <laughs> mostly, um, What's-His-Face was just a dumbass, though. <laughs> uh, I can't even think of his name. What's the actor's name? Topher Grace. Topher God, Grace. I can never remember yeah. Topher Grace. And then uh, Kirkwood Smith is Red Foreman's actor's name. Yeah, yeah okay. All right. And? Andy? Oh, that's me. Oh, boy. Um, oh, maybe... That- Maybe I just gave away your pick, huh? That Andy kind of sounded like. <laughs> you know, I was just thinking Tim the Toolman, Taylor, and Darth Vader have a lot in common. How's that, James? Because they're both obsessed with more power. 
Oh, oh, more power. Oh, oh. That sounded like I think you're going for like a James Earl Jones was, and Tim Allen. It was a mixture of Tim Allen but and James Earl Jones. It came out like a retarded Arnold. More power. <laughs> more power. <laughs> well, I'm oh, man, take... I could have picked Arnold from Commando. Damn it. Oh. I'm going right. to take more power of the mind. I'm taking a psychiatrist. Psychiatrist? Psychiatrist who worked at home and, and rest in peace to the homie, Alan Thick. I'm taking Jason Seaver and Growing Pains. Oh, oh there you go. Yeah. You know, what, what was he, he? He took an old Leo. Gotta love that. Yeah. yeah. Um, he's, he was cool. He was relatable, but still did dad like embarrassing things. Yeah, 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 yeah. I liked, I like Mr. Seaver. He was a doctor yeah, Mr. too, wasn't Seaver he? He was cool as shit. Yeah. Wasn't he Dr. Seaver? Yeah, hey, psychiatrist. Oh, yeah, yeah. Psychiatrist. Oh, yeah, you already mentioned that, huh? That's right. Yeah, but he, he did that so he could stay home with the kids, so he could let his wifey do her, her do her damn thing, um, and have her career. I don't even remember what it was. Um, but like, so he was always there. Uh, with the kids, he was just, I, I think he was one of the coolest, like, early TV dads that we probably saw in our day and age. Oh, know? yeah, for sure. He was, he paved, paved the way for every, every TV dad after him, I feel like. Yeah. I think so too. Everybody just yeah. try, strive to be Mr. Seaver, Dr. Seaver. Yeah, exactly. I didn't go to but school it, for eight years for you to call me Mr. Seaver. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, yeah, that's that's the biggest thing that I remember about him is just like being like that's a cool ass dad, and also seeing that he would also teach lessons, but he did it in his own vibe, his own way. Um, so yeah, Jason Seaver, pick nine. Um, yeah. now to pick ten. I'm going to go to another stay-at-home dad who ran his office out of his house. And since we're drafting the character and we're not drafting the man, I'm taking Dr. Heathcliff Huxtable. Oh, my God. From the Cosby Show, Bill Cosby. Oh. I guess that's... There is, there that's is little doubt your, he is... What's that? I guess that's your Casey Anthony, huh? <laughs> Yeah, here's the thing. Here's the thing. We're we're taking the character. We're not taking the man behind the character. And if we the man behind the character outshines the character these days, my friend. Oh god. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Like, is there a more iconic TV dad than Doctor Heathcliff Huxtable? You know. I mean. He really was a good dad and, and watching that show. See, here's the problem I have with this whole situation, right? You're right. picking Dr. Huxtable and when you watched the show, the Cosby show, you got, you got all those good messages. You got all those learning lessons, but then 25 years later, <laughs> All of a sudden, you find out that behind the scenes, when Dr. Huxtable puts on his his fucking Bill Cosby face, 
He's just <laughs> raping everyone around him. But is he still doing it's, it with the Cosby sweater on? I don't know. But it negates all the all the good message that that show ever had. It's all negated, dude. I'm pro- <laughs> yeah. I, I it's it's not the Huxtable show either. <laughs> I yeah, know, I know. <laughs> I know. Uh, I mean, uh, and it really but, like. I mean, but you got to admit, Cosby was a hell of an actor, right? <laughs> everyone clearly, thought that he dude was. Himself. Everyone thought that dude was squeaky clean. Yeah. But little do you know, he's raping everyone <laughs> around him. It's yeah, crazy. why? Do, why do you think he had a basement lab? <laughs> he was down there at, between yeah. treatments. No one was ever allowed hooking up roofies. For oh everyone. my god! He probably is, is there. Is there a more wool pulled over your eyes, <laughs> wool sweater person pulled over in your Hollywood <laughs> or actor wool sweater than pulled. Bill Cosby? No, I, I there's not no. But there I'm not gonna really give him, isn't. But I'm not gonna give him props for that. <laughs> no, <laughs> I, think, I feel like you're gonna, no yo, yo, I feel like just, you're looking for an attaboy. <laughs> yo, this dude <laughs> was able to fool everybody for 30 years. Ain't no one else done that out there. I'm talking Bill motherfucking Cosby. Hey, look, none of us took him in the, in the comedian draft. No. And, <laughs> I, I, for good reason. <laughs> correct, correct. I'm gonna take, correct, correct. I'm gonna take Jim's dad from you, and I'm gonna leave Bill Cosby. <laughs> I mean, really. <laughs> What's worse, Doctor Heathcliff Huxtable was a good man. Okay, <laughs> all right. That's where I'm leaving it at. That's, yeah, I guess so. You know, it's, a, it's like a buddy of mine always says. Hulk Hogan isn't a racist. Terry Bollea is. <laughs> I feel like that's different because he plays his character when he's not in the ring as well. Well, see, that's you got to go to the court tapes. Yeah. Hulk Hogan has a 10-inch dick. Terry Bollea only has a 6-inch. <laughs> I can't believe he said that. <laughs> Well, I mean, at least uh, at least Bill Cosby didn't say, "Look, Huxtable wears a Cosby sweater." Bill Cosby doesn't. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not. You're not going to defend yourself on this. (laughs) No, there's nothing. I I might have to drop him. Uh, Yeah, I don't don't know what's worse: a a a a woman uh, acquitted of murdering her (laughs) her child or. A guy, a guy raping no matter over what. and over and over again. <laughs> uh, Unless one of you guys pick him up when I add drop him, he's still going to be on my list. That, hey, if you want to lose, then that's fine. He's, he's, he's a damn good pick at pick 10, though. You need to fire whoever's in charge of your fucking draft. Your fucking your draft, research. draft research. Your general manager. Here's the thing. Drew Kessler was pounding the table for me to take uh, Heathcliff Huxtable. So yeah. I did because I did it for him. Your GM came what? to you. Your, your, GM, <laughs> your GM came to you and said, hey, listen, man. Heathcliff Huxtable ain't the guy that was raping people. It was Bill Cosby. Uh, you hey, can my take GM him. has a point. You can take him no problem. My GM has a point. <laughs> Ray Rice hit her, but at least he admitted to it. 
<laughs> yeah, but he doesn't have an alias like Huxtable. Yeah, you're right. You're right. <laughs> Give him a break because at least he's taking responsibility. <laughs> oh, oh, shit. Well, I guess we all have moments. <laughs> well, that was a pick, Andy. <laughs> all right, Drew, go ahead. Um, all right, I'm going back to the world of imagination. I'm going for a, a dad. You know, all I think all dads are creators, you know. They all create their children, you know. They, you know. But this one really created it. And this thing wasn't even a real boy yet. But he still went to the bottom of the ocean, got eaten by a whale to find his wooden boy, and I'm going Geppetto in Pinocchio. Oh my god. <laughs> oh god. That's almost that's the stupidest pick yet. That's almost as bad as Heathcliff Huxtable. <laughs> Whatever, man. Geppetto is a Geppetto? solid pick. I feel like Geppetto was murdering and raping people <laughs> behind the scenes. He was really weird with that fishbowl. I'm not gonna lie. Here's luring, the thing: in my head, luring I young girls to his room. puppet shop. <laughs> I imagine Drew is like looking through his picks, right, and he's like. Oh, fuck yeah. This is going to blow their minds. Now, Drew, I, <laughs> to be I, fair, I just did the same thing. <laughs> I know that uh, Geppetto or Pinocchio is one of Drew's favorite. Yeah, it's my favorite, favorite Disney, Disney movie. movies. Yeah. Here's the thing. The strings were being pulled by somebody else. Yeah. Wow, that's deep, dude. That is deep. Yeah. Got, got like in sync, no strings attached. Yeah, ancient aliens. Got my strength. reference in. <laughs> What's up? Oh, fuck. We planned that. Has Justin played a dad yet? You're just waiting for that? I'm just waiting for the moment. You're going to have to amend your list like five years from now when he has a kid. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Well, follow gonna... that. Yeah. Do you want to talk about Geppetto? I mean, what's there to talk I about? I did. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I'm going to go with a creator myself, but in this case, this guy's the son of the guy who created the universe and he's the father to us all. And I'm going with Jesus Christ. Wait, is he in a TV show or movie? Passion of the Christ, man. Okay. He's everyone's. Wait, go with Jesus though. Why not? Is he not your father, your son, and your Holy Ghost? Okay. Hey, Dad. I took Huxtable, and you just took Jesus. Hey, Dad. I feel like shit. <laughs> hey, God, it's me, you. <laughs> hey, God. Hey, Dad, it's me, you. <laughs> you know, I saw that on a list somewhere, and I was like, come on, guys. Jesus. <laughs> That's what's in my head, too. And then now James is going holier than thou on all of us. Hey, taking... listen. <laughs> Jesus Christ is everyone's savior, everyone's father, everyone's protector. When you kneel down to pray, do you pray to dad liner? No. You pray to <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> and you hope that he will work his magic through everyone that you love. I'm going to have to pray for forgiveness after taking 
Huxtable. Yeah, exactly. You know, Bill Cosby, I, he's praying to Jesus every day. Every day during this trial. And sometimes please, you wonder who's really play, praying to Bill Cosby. Please, dear Lord, don't let me go to prison for raping all these women <laughs> and putting my finger in the jello pudding. <laughs> oh Please, God. dear Lord, don't make me pay my dues for what this. I have done. Um, you know, we took Huxtable, Geppetto, and Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, Jesus Christ, I gotta have him on my team. He's the fucking father to us all. I you mean, know? your list automatically wins. I guess I don't know. <laughs> yes, thank you. I agree. <laughs> um, You're right. My team fucking wins. Speak, speak, He's Jesus is the captain speaking and of, the co-pilot. Speaking of, <laughs> oh God. speaking of passion, I was gonna write uh, Mel Brooks or Mel Brooks, uh, Mel Gibson's character in uh, the Patriot, and I was like, wait, he was kind of a bad dad. Like all of his kids died. Yeah, everybody's dead. <laughs> like, like he got all of his killed kids shot. <laughs> Oh, man. Okay, time for uh, honorable mentions. All right, so for my honorable mentions, first off, I'm going to mention Harry Morgan, Dexter Morgan's father, the guy who developed the code that Dexter has to live by, that Dexter totally fucking ignores by yeah. the end of the series. <laughs> So Yeah, by about season five, he's just like, what code? Harry Morgan was a good dad. He saw that his son had that fucking urge to kill, and he tried to fight it the best way he knew how. But he was also kind of fucked up, because wasn't he, like, cheating on Dexter's mom and, like, doing a bunch of stupid Oh, yeah, by shit? the like, end, it was real crazy. Yeah, yeah, he was a real asshole. But, uh, so Harry Morgan, then I got uh, Bruce Willis as John McClane. Mm, because... Okay. John McClane in I just said John McClane like it's French, <laughs> French John McClane. John McClane. Jean, Jean McClane. <laughs> now uh John McClane in Live Free or Die Hard, Timothy Olfant takes his daughter. And John McClane has to get her back. Sounds like fucking taken, doesn't it? <laughs> and he <laughs> and he throws a fucking car at a helicopter. So <laughs> Uh, yeah. So I got, I got John McClane. And then, for number three, I will go with... Oh, my God, oh my God. Okay. I'm gonna go with Sandy Koufax from Big Daddy. He was on my list. Yeah. Adam Sandler as Sandy Koufax, Big Daddy. I mean... Basically took this kid and used him as an experiment. Let him do what, let him decide what he wanted to do with his life. So you begin, began and ended your list with Sandy Coe. Yeah. Oh, that's true. Oh man. That's fucking, thank you for putting that out. That's fucking awesome. That's badass. All right. Crazy. Here's some, uh, Here's some dads I couldn't quite fit in the top. They're a little too misguided, but I fucking love these dads. One, Frank Reynolds, It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Damn it, I have that on my list. <laughs> oh, man, that's such a good one. I didn't even think of that. <laughs> Fuck. He is the best 
dad on television, but he's also the worst fucking dad of all time. <laughs> yep. Um, I was going to take him. I literally was going to take him. Damn it. Uh, my next one is almost the same thing, but in the movie world, and I'm going with Royal Tenenbaum. Okay. Oh, I love that movie. <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, what's his face? Gene Hackman. Gene Hackman. God, he's so fucking good in that. Um, the last one, this could have, this actually could have been on the list. Uh, not very, uh, not, not like a shitty dad at all, really. Um, and if you watch his show, uh, Louie, I'm going with Louie CK. Louie. Louie. Really good dad. Yeah, he, I mean, just the way he explains things to his kids in that show is yeah. is so good. And it's, you know, much like we talked about, you probably talk about with Blackish, where it's very like, you know, things that I think it's actually more close to how conversations are actually had. So Yeah, it's relevant stuff. Yeah. 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 As opposed to just normal sitcom stuff. Yep. yep. Um, all right. Um I'm surprised this guy didn't make my list, and he he might um, once I drop. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, there's too many articles. That's why your wins low. You know, taking Carl wins. Carl wins low. Hell yeah. Yep. Um, it's kind of bummed he didn't go, but I didn't chance. want. Yeah. Um. My next pick is going to be a dude that tries so hard to just be really cool for his kids. And it's not even a show that I, like, fuck with too much, but I watch it whenever it's on before Monday Night Raw usually. Um, and I'm going with uh, Phil Dunphy from Modern Family, Ty Burrell. Yeah, I've seen the last five minutes of several of those shows. You know, he's yeah. actually he's actually really fucking funny in that. Like the few, He's amazing. The few that I've seen, a few episodes, like, there's one episode where they, him and his wife, like, go to a hotel to, like, celebrate their anniversary and they haven't, like, had sex in a long time. And I feel like I've seen that episode, like, 12 times and that, I, that's it. Like, <laughs> I haven't watched the show, but that, for, for whatever reason, that fucking episode, I've seen it so many different fucking random times. So, yeah, it's so weird. <laughs> but anyways, go ahead. But yeah, I, th- I think uh, I think he's fantastic. Um, I was debating Phil Dunphy or the two gay dudes, um, but uh, the the Cam and Mitchell. Oh god, um, dude! I saw the redheaded guy on that show, the Comedy Jam on Comedy Central. Yeah, and I fucking hated that so much. He did a oh, really? he did a Sia song. It's like comedy jam. If people don't know, it's it's uh, somebody comes up and does a story up front about whatever song they're about to sing, and then they sing a song. So it's basically like stand up comedy before uh, karaoke. Yeah, with a karaoke with a live band. But dude, they let this guy sing. They let some of these. It's not even just him. The comedians that they're letting do this. It's I don't know why they're allowing this kind of music on TV because it's fucking horrible. Oh wow! Good, a good lord! I can't. Sam Richardson went up and fucking killed it, but other than him, fucking a. Oh, what was amazing about Sam Richardson is he told this story about how he 
when he was a kid, he loved Wayne's World. More importantly, he loved Tia Carrera because she was so hot. He said when when he be, he be, he became a man when he saw Tia Carrera, he realized Dude. what his sexual orientation was when he saw her perform. Dude, the way so halfway through the song, he's singing Blitzkrieg Bob, and he says, "Ladies and gentlemen, Tia Tia Carrera." She yeah. comes out as he just talks about basically masturbating <laughs> to her. <laughs> uh, that's fantastic. If you don't uh, know who Sam Richardson is, he's the black dude in Detroiters. Okay. So, but he's fucking awesome. He's so fucking good. And dude, watch it's I think it's like the first episode or second episode of Comedy Jam. Watch it and just watch his part cuz his okay. his little story, the way he tells it, he Takes such a fucking turn from Wayne's World to just focus on Tia Carrera. It's so fucking funny. Oh man, yeah, yeah pretty, I'll definitely check that yeah. out. You could probably YouTube it. All right, my uh, third one. Um, you have taken the actor Drew, um, but I don't believe that his best father role was in Breaking Bad. <laughs> I believe it was in Malcolm in the Middle. I'm taking Brian Cranston as Hal Wilkerson. Yeah, like yeah. I said I had that written down too. Yeah, he's just one of the kids, blames his kids, gets into all kinds of shit. He's not necessarily the best dad either. Um, <laughs> yeah. but uh you know, he's he he tries kind of. <laughs> yeah. One of those But he's hilarious in that show. One of those fun little stories I've seen, or like when Breaking Bad was coming to an end, one of the theories was that it's gonna, like Walter's gonna go into witness protection, and he's gonna live this life as Hale Wilkerson. <laughs> then that's how. Oh, like, that's fun. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, all right, guys, I'm gonna go ahead and enact my um, my pick trade deal uh, right now. All right, so here's what I did. Uh, I wrote, uh, I wrote one through ten. Losing Jim's dad, and then I randomly did numbers beside it. So if you pick like, like I'm not looking right now. So if you pick a six, there could be a three beside it. Okay, all right. So I'm fine with that. Who gets to pick the number? I do. Okay. Well, it's not me. I am taking Jim's dad from Andy. This was our That's trade such, deal. The that hurts. Our pick trade deal in the beginning. Yep. So oh. I choose number. Four. Choosing number four. And what number is that? That is the number six pick. Oh, man, I don't like that. Fuck. <laughs> That's all right, though. You're going to like it. You got Mr. Jones from Friday. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's okay. I'll take it because I like Jim's dad a lot. I like Jim's dad way better, but... And I already have, oh. I already have Darth Vader, so that's what that'll be my black guy. <laughs> <laughs> He's not even black. <laughs> uh, oh my god! <laughs> All right. Am I really the? Oh, that's funny. Um, Any other trades? Yeah, can I trade Mister Jones for Jim's dad? <laughs> No. For Geppetto? No. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, God, that hurt my list so bad. <laughs> no, what do you mean? Mr. Jones is fucking awesome. He is. He is. But Jim's dad, man. 
And now you got Mr. Jones and Furious Styles can hang out together and fucking school the rest of these motherfuckers. Yeah, Dude, but- I got Mr. Jones, Furious Styles, Andre Johnson, Heathcliff Huxtable. What was that last one? <laughs> so uh i'm not gonna do any any more trades or drops drew okay. are you going to um i might do an ad drop yeah and i well shouldn't we shake first then well is, is andy gonna do one Am I a piece of shit if I don't do it? <laughs> no, I, you can you can do whatever you think is right. I'm going to Keith Dr. Heathcliff Huxtable. <laughs> hey man, you know the one shining light about him is those fucking sandwiches he made looked so good. Oh yeah, those hoagies. That he would not share with his children. Because he needed what to keep up, father. he needed to keep up his energy so that he could go down yeah. in his doctor lab and rape. His patience. <laughs> I just really wanted people to know about Bill Cosby. Goes upstairs, makes a hoagie, sits down on the couch, tells his daughter to buzz off, eats his sandwich, that goes back downstairs to find the patient that has been sucking in laughing gas for the last 25 minutes so that he can just <laughs> have his way. Uh, oh, boy. Um... Duncan pills like Kobe. <laughs> so go ahead, Drew. Huxtable. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm just going to swap my what would be 10 and 11. So I'm going to switch Frank Reynolds for Geppetto. That's fantastic. All right. Read them off, James. Yeah, let me, yeah okay. Let me get uh, Drew's list here. Oh. Drew's team. Yeah. All right. So... I picked first, so we'll, I'll announce in that order. Four, fathers, team of fathers, happy Father's Day. Filths. Filths, fathers I'd like to finger. We have James, Sandy Cohen, The O.C., Clark W. Griswold, The Vacation Movies, Pete from Knocked Up, Paul Rudd. Nigel fucking Powers, Austin Powers and Gold member. Sam Baldwin, Sleepless in Seattle. Jim's dad, American Pie, Professor Henry Jones, <laughs> Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. Tim, the Toolman Taylor from Home Improvement. Darth fucking Vader, Star Wars. And our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, Father to us all. Passion of the Christ. All right. And for Drew, we have Dan Connor of Roseanne fame. Mufasa from The Lion King. Correction, I know Mufasa. Say it again. Mufasa, Mufasa, Mufasa. Daniel Hillard, (laughs) Miss Doubtfire. Michael Bluth, Arrested Development. Walter White, Breaking Bad. Atticus Finch, To Kill a Mockingbird. Danny fucking Tanner, Full House, Vito Corleone, The Godfather, Red Foreman, That 70s Show, 
and Frank fucking Reynolds from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. <laughs> probably so much better than the trash that. man. <laughs> probably the most fucking fucked up dad in the history of every fucking show. Uh, but not worse than uh, Andy's number 10. So here we go. For Andy, we have Mr. Jones Friday. Mr. Not a raper. And me. <laughs> Uncle Phil from Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Not a raper. Mac McGuff from Juno. Not a raper. Dill Pendergrast from Easy A. Not a raper. Furious Styles from Boys in the Hood. Not a raper. Al Bundy, Married with Children. Not a raper. <laughs> Andre Johnson from Blackish. Not a raper. Homer Simpson from The Simpsons. Not a raper. Jason Seaver <laughs> from Growing Pains. Definitely not a raper. And Dr. Cliff Huxtable from The Cosby Show. Raper! <laughs> Full-fledged rapist. <laughs> Has a history of raping women, putting pills in their drinks, making them pass out, taking advantage of them in their sleep. Oh, man. All right. So James wins with Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> and Andy loses with Joe Cosby. <laughs> All right, guys, you know, hit us up on the old tweet box. Let us know who won. Give us some <laughs> ideas. What do, what do you want us to draft? Because we'll do it. We're crazy. <laughs> oh, we'll do it. We're, we're, Andy's clearly fucking nuts. Not as bad as Drew. <laughs> uh, oh, speaking of nuts, guys, um, <laughs> nadsfordads.com. Use that promo code to draft pod. Um, thanks. Get 10% off. Next time we got coming up. Dad's got stress. He needs a couple balls to roll in his hand to relieve that stress. That's Dad's got it. stress. Maybe he wants a couple in his mouth. <laughs> Put them testes to the stress. No. No. It's a work in progress. No. Use these testes for a stressies. Put Boom. this Ooh, that's to good. the testes. Yeah. What is it? Put this to the testes. <laughs> Uh, coming up next, we've got made up bands. And they're. Yeah, we're gonna make up some band names. And not only are we gonna make up some band names, we're also gonna make up their lead album and the lead track off of that album. I love yeah. it. So. It's gonna yeah. be, it's gonna get real fucking goofy next week, guys. <laughs> next oh week. my god, it's gonna be crazy. <laughs> so look out for, uh. Fucking Dr. From, Cliff uh, and the Huxtables. From the, from the Dr. Huxtables, <laughs> just one drink. <laughs> oh god <laughs> uh, 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 alright guys we're out of here stay cool later